Hold on, hold on. This is annoying. Okay. You, you still there? Cool, okay, I think we're good. The audio is good, I hear you really good. My mic wasn't on. <laughs> all right, there we go. There we go. You hear me all right? Oh, yeah. All right. So, first ever guest. <laughs> really? Yeah, first guest. Wow, cool. Hell yeah. I know, All right? right? How you been, brother? Pretty good, man. Uh, yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts, so I'm honored to be on one. Oh, shit. Don't flatter me. This thing <laughs> this thing hasn't even... I don't even know how to distribute this thing or uh, what, what have you, just, you. You just get a couple pre-recorded in the canon, and uh, you know, whenever you're ready, you'll be able to unload them onto the world. Paul White for me, folks. <laughs> I've already got a soundboard. Did you hear it or no? <laughs> uh, what did you say? I said I already got kind of a soundboard going. Did you hear that or no? No, no, I can't hear it. Okay, hold on. I said. Paul White for me, folks. Oh, yeah, My mama yeah. said to uh say hi, and she gonna see you in church on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I know, right? I had to learn how to do that all by myself. Dude, you're really getting it going. That's what's oh, up. Oh yeah. Amen, amen. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you said you're a fan of podcasts lately. Um, have you delved into the YMH crowd yet? Oh yeah, I've been listening to them for a long time. Oh my boy. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking to, me and uh, my co-host, who is not here right now. He's busy playing cyberpunk right now. Uh, <laughs> we actually went up to the casino up here in Indiana and saw Tom uh -huh. Segura, uh, was it last uh, September? Oh, cool. Yeah. And then the guy, shout out to House Productions in New Albany, Indiana, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, giving him a plug. He's uh, the guy that owned that studio actually came out and set up my board. And uh, oh yeah, dude. He he only dude. He did not cost a lot, and I gave him extra. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it sounds really good on my end. It doesn't sound like uh, you know, grainy or anything. It sounds really good. Well, I just got new uh, Shure microphones as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I, okay. I forget the model. Well, actually, I can tell you the model number right here. The SM58s. Shout out Sweet. to Shure. Okay. Yeah. Because I had, yeah. I had some. Um, I don't even know what brand they were, but they were uh, black microphones um, that came with like little, um, what do you call them? Like little like desk microphone stands. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they were okay, but, um, you know, but these are just so much, dude, you don't know how good you can have it until you have a Shure, like no mm -hmm. doubt. But I think those two uh, uh, black microphones I got, they came with a, uh, you know, actual like tripod stands and everything. And mm -hmm. um, 
I think I'm just going to use them for the instruments and the amplifiers and the what have you. But I'm going to keep the shores for vocals and uh, podcasting. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it sounds good. It sounds really good. I think that's a pretty standard microphone that a lot of people are using. So I've always I heard think... I've always heard amazing things about Shure. And these are actually okay. kind of um, on the low end spectrum of what they can give you. I mean, you, I, I think I spent like 100 bucks on, e on each one. Uh-huh. And, you know, like the ones that liked Segura and then all of them use, they're, mm -hmm. they're like three, $400 a pop. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Microphones get really expensive. All that stuff. It's like the sky's the limit. It's just amazing how much money you can spend. Oh, yeah. My money, motherfucker! Oh, much stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. Did you, were you able to hear that or no? No, no, no. Oh, damn. See, I've got a balance here. You said, okay. some, you said something about the money, and I said, My money, motherfucker! <laughs> there, there we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Oh, man. So, I'm gonna smoke that ass! So, uh, where exactly are you now? Southern Indiana, right across the river from Louisville. Okay, cool. Are cool. you still? Yeah, are, I think. Are you still in Florida, or did you move up here somewhere? No, I moved back in uh, like 20. God, shit, like 2015, 2016, I think. See, I wasn't sure. We haven't talked in a while. Yeah, I have gone back there a couple of times since I've moved up. But, uh, but yeah, I was, I mean, I liked Florida, but none of my friends were there. You know, I think you had moved. I'm not sure when you moved, when you moved I back moved, north. I moved back up here like a couple, well, twice since uh, I've worked with you. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I really liked it down there. Once I, I got a job at, up in St. Pete and, um, you know, I kind of explored that area, but it just, I don't know, man, it's, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't fit in well. I don't know what it was, but, uh, St. Pete yeah, used to, St. Pete used to have such a good music scene, bro. Used to, yeah. I, I mean, it's kind of like more like hush, hush underground now, or yeah. maybe it's just gone altogether, but yeah. dude. Like my buddy Johnny and um, it was like Chuck and Justin. They they played uh, up there all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. There was I went to um I didn't go to too many shows up there, but uh, did you ever or have you heard of uh, the Blueberry Patch? No, I haven't. It's like some weird thing that these hippies do. You can find you can see them on Instagram. They have a thing. Um, but well, yeah, here, they. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll I'm able to pull it up and play the audio. <laughs> yeah, there's like it's like a little. I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's like a weird venue in the woods that these hippies made. And there's like lights everywhere and like little areas to chill. And then like a big stage right in the middle. There it is really right there cool. on, on YouTube. First thing, Blueberry Patch St. Yeah. Pete. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's pretty cool. A lot of, it's like a big hippie scene. And I'm not like a hippie by any Ugh, means, but. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of tie-dye. A lot of uh... Scallop at Blueberry Patch St. Petersburg. What was it 11, 17, 18? This one kid, I was in welding school down there too for a little while, and what, this what, one guy, that Pete? yeah, um, the, at the technical school, Manatee Technical College, it was actually pretty cool. Um, well, well I, I went to MTI, but that was in um, Bradenton. Even after they moved, they were in Bradenton. Well, technically Lakewood Ranch, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know why I went up there. I think just because it was close to where my job was at the time. But my friend Jeremy, he was like, "Hey, you should check out this place called the Blueberry Patch." And then this guy I was working with, Matt, he was like, hey, let's go to the Blueberry Patch. I was like, oh, that's two people who've said so, said it, talked about that, so huh. we should go. It's kind of like how the um, 
the how was it the uh, drum circle was in Siesta Key for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that used cool. yeah that used to be so goddamn fun, bro. And That's like, awesome. even though it was a bunch of hippies and like this, that, and the other thing, and there was a lot of drugs going around, but mm-hmm. but like I remember, I think the biggest turnout was um, somebody actually brought a full kit out there, and then oh, cool. and then like this huge like I don't know fifty foot um, wide circle around the fire. Mm-hmm. And people were playing like Tom or or uh, uh, was it uh, not Bango Bango? What was what were they called? I don't know bongos. Yeah, and bongos, bo- bongos, and, and like those big, you know, like those all the kind of drums you could think of that you play with your hands, right? Mm-hmm. That's normally what was there. And then, mm-hmm. and then um, that one time, dude, well, I think it was right before they outlawed fires on Siesta Key. Um, mm-hmm. they, there was some guy that brought in an actual kit and was like double basing the shit out of it, and like you know, they saw people would just improvise and like play drums for like I don't know a forty-five minute session, and they take a five-minute break, and then boom, it's all it's all over, starting all over again. It was amazing. That's cool. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. But then, yeah. then like I remember, I think the time after that is when they outlawed the fires on the beach, and there was mm-hmm. a there was a news crew that came out there, and then these hippies got way too violent for what hippies probably could <laughs> could be known for they were like grabbing the lenses and shit and like giving oh the God. reporter a hard time it was hilarious that's so funny yeah well this blue <laughs> this uh blueberry oh yeah by the way other people watched mm-hmm. five mistakes growing blueberries <laughs> <laughs> but no I'm i'm seeing like a a couple of these images here because I think I have to turn my uh, studio speakers on for you to hear it through my, my the mic. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, because that's how I have to do my soundboard. But mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the images here, and it's usually a lot of purple. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing keyboards and maybe a tarp with a lot of pink mm-hmm. signs on the under underside of the tarp. It was like so. There was like a stage right in the middle, and then surrounding it, there were like three or four maybe even six like little alcoves that um you can go and i haven't heard alcove since uh star trek voyager <laughs> i don't even know if that's the right word but it was like dude these own it. Areas, i like it i like it these little areas you could sit in and hang out with you know people you're with or whatever i met it was cool i met a lot of nice people um oh yeah they're yeah. nice until you uh throw a camera in their bon- uh drum circle <laughs> yeah yeah there's definitely no then shit gets uh, real bro <laughs> yeah, there's definitely no flash photography at this event, uh, other than maybe what is going on on Instagram. But amen, yeah, amen. Cool. Um, I always I tell people I, I have a lot of good you know good stories from being down there, and I always tell people up here about it. But it just sucked that you know I just didn't have a ton of friends when I was in Florida. So, dude, the thing is, uh, is that I almost had the exact opposite as uh-huh. like scenario as you know, that you're talking about, because I moved down there so young. Mm-hmm. I moved down there, what was that, first year of middle school? I want to mm-hmm. say it was uh, sixth grade. Yeah, mm-hmm. early sixth grade. And then mm-hmm. either that year or the next year was 9-11. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Then, we got, then we got hit by um, a bad hurricane to where I had to go back to that middle school after I got into the high school. And, mm-hmm. like, my mom and I had to, like, hunker down in the gym. Oh, it was horrible. But dude, mm-hmm. Florida is nice when you visit. Yeah, that's yeah. the key word. Visit, 
Mm-hmm. If you live down there, dude, especially as a fat fuck like me that likes to drink beer, mm-hmm. dude, it's way too hot. Now mm-hmm. I'm—I don't know if you know, but I—I I wear glasses now. Mm-hmm. Dude, as soon as dude, I had a job down there before my dad got a hold of me when he got diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Dude, I had a job right down Talavast Trident. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Trident. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it just? just east of 301 mm-hmm. and it was like what like a five maybe 10 minute drive from where i lived mm-hmm. if you remember mm-hmm. dude as soon as i walk out of the goddamn door my glasses instantly fog up i had to have an ac yeah. unit in my bedroom yeah it was awful yeah i know i know all right whenever when we were working together i mean we would work so much in the summertime and then freaking uh you know, after we're after working, you just you're just tired. I mean, I would just like sleep all day. Oh, dude, you'd be drained, bro. Yeah, and then I wouldn't go out until maybe like the sun would start to go down, like around seven or seven thirty or whatever. You have but, to, you have yeah. to. It was awful. And the big thing, the big thing that sucked down there too was like all the bars and stuff in Sarasota closed at like ten thirty. <laughs> I don't know and which ones you were going to because the ones I went to were just fine. Probably all like the tourist ones. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the uh, the ones that attract the old salts. Did you ever go to uh, Motorworks? Yeah, um, that's that's a cool spot. I don't know if I. Did you know me when I used to ride with that club? Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Okay, yeah. Well, the uh, the prez of that club, um, mm-hmm. his old lady would like do poker. Uh huh. They actually they would do that like you know like a couple times a month. And uh, mm-hmm. do like like a blackjack or poker table there, you know. Mm, cool. It was it was pretty nice, you know. Like I walked in there and I was just like, man, this is a brewery. They're not gonna have the stuff that I want. Mm-hmm. And I walked up and it's like, this is the first time I've ever been in a brewery. And like the guy's like, hey, what do you all have? It's like, well, I don't know. I mean, can you help me out? It's like, I don't really know what to order. I'm usually at mm-hmm. like a standard issue bar. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, what do you normally drink? I'm like, yingling through and through, baby. I drink like yingling all the time. Oh, too. dude, that's what I'm drinking right now. Yeah. But he's like, oh, okay, okay. And then he gave me one of one of their uh, brews or whatever that was pretty much close to that lake water shit that I drink. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't bad, but yeah, I, I didn't really go there that much other than that one time, maybe two. No, yeah, I, uh, I like. I've been there like maybe like three times, I think. I remember. Yeah, I'd go there. I remember it was right there next to was it Jeanette's that uh mm-hmm. that like I don't know, notorious uh salon. Mm-hmm. It was like eighty dollars for a perm, girl. <laughs> like they had all the prices and shit right there in the front. Yeah, it's like don't walk in. You better know what you're paying for. There was um a really cool club down there called Aces. Did you ever go there? I I never. Oh wait. Yes, I did. Actually, I went there. It's like, a, yeah, it's like a barn. I went there, saw um, a couple of shows there, and had a fucking really good time. No, really, I w- but it closed. Go ahead, mm-hmm. sorry. No, no, I was gonna say it closed down, and then uh, it's like the building is like not even there anymore. I'm like, man, what the hell? Oh, it's gone, it was, gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh shit. Yeah, but it was pretty cool because there are a couple guys I know who were getting down there, and then they actually come up here now. Really. Um, Mm-hmm. Well, I, I went there, and I think I went there with my friend Michael. Um, mm-hmm. 
And you know how, like, they have that, like, upstairs loft type area with, like, a little mini bar? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. we hung out up there because they, cool. ha- they had, um, they had, like, this Fogarty tribute band or some shit mm-hmm. playing before the band that we wanted to see who were, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, loosely friends of ours. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just remember, it's like, I mean, he played... He played like a son of a bitch. I mean, it was good. It was good stuff. But then, like, it was like a second show afterwards that wasn't mm-hmm. affiliated with the first one. But then mm-hmm. I remember once that band got up, I we were there for a while waiting for this guy to get off stage. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you can imagine I was a little toasty, and I just started yelling, like from the the table there up in the loft, Ozzy, 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 and then like <laughs> pe- people in the pit were like, Oi, Oi, Oi. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did it again and then the the lead singer and the guitarist went in their mics and did the oi 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 afterwards and I was kind of like trying to hide myself every t- after every time I said Ozzy 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 but they found me <laughs> it, was a, it was a pretty good night oh yeah that's cool yeah that was a cool spot I don't know why it closed down but that's just how it is sometimes well I mean it's kind of one of those dead spots man like especially out there like halfway out to the beach like yeah if, if you're gonna go see music out on you know the beach or the island you're mm-hmm. gonna go to the beach or the island not halfway there so yeah i i can i can see how that would be kind of an issue unless they got some big names which they yeah. obviously didn't but no that was a that was a nice place the only thing i didn't like about it is i think at the time uh they didn't allow smoking in the bar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i think it's just because they were trying to up their revenue by having more food you know like that law down in florida yeah yeah Motherfucker. that's the same thing here too <laughs> Bitch. yeah but usually most places have like a patio or something like directly adjacent yeah but not when i have a sweet ass spot up in the loft man i know i know oh. <laughs> there's actually a bar i've played at it a couple times it's down in uh alexandria um i don't know if you're familiar it's basically alex even though Alexandria is in Virginia, it's still basically DC, but it's a, uh, it's a cigar. No, no, no. I'm in like Baltimore, basically. Uh, I'm on like the outskirts of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I, I go, into, it takes me about like 10 or 15 minutes to get into Baltimore. Um, I hang out there most of the time, but yeah, there's this bar in Alexandria that's specifically a cigar bar and uh, people smoke in there. Oh, and, dude, uh, they usually have I miss it's, cigar bars so much. <laughs> it's pretty cool. You come out of there though, you smell like cigars for like days. Like all your gear smells like cigars. Like it's fucking. You know what? I, you know what I have to say about that? Huh? I don't fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It's like you you, you meet like all, like just like the best characters in those kinds of places, dude. I don't know if you ever went to uh, the Bearded Clan with me. No. Uh-uh. The one right next to my house back then. I don't think I went to that bar now. I heard it was good though. I heard that's a cool bar. It used to be good. It used to be yeah. good. Wesley, Wesley sold it um, to another proprietor or whatever um, after his divorce or whatever. And it's I think it's called um, <sighs> shit, like Tarpon something. Mm. I don't know, but like back in the day where I met Big Joe, you remember Big Joe, right? No, I don't know. Uh, I think I might have met him once. Yeah, probably, but I probably. Vaguely remember him. Yeah, but like that's where I met him, and like, dude, <laughs> that place was amazing. 
<laughs> and like just the vibe there. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was mostly outside. You could smoke there. They had really good food when they still had that original chef, and mm-hmm. it was in crawling distance of my house. <laughs> That's cool. Oh yeah. My mama said to uh say there, hi. Um, she gonna did you ever go to Hoosiers? Did you ever go to that bar? Yes. Is that what it's called? Hoosiers. Out, yeah. Out in uh, just before Osprey. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was kind of a cool spot. See, I saw they, uh, I saw a band there. I think I maybe told you about them. Uh, was it uh, um, Mumbo Jumbo? Something. Mm-hmm. I think I I think I may have told you about him because I know you're into like that that bluesy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, he played a lot of uh, Stevie Ray. Um, I think oh. I think he even played like uh some like the Bonamassa version of you know like a a pocket full of change and all that. Um, oh, cool! Oh, yeah, but dude, song. this guy was probably like pushing four hundred pounds, so you can oh, ima- okay. you can imagine like how thick his fingers were and everything. And he was sitting down the entire time. Granted, mm-hmm. but god damn, that motherfucker could play. <laughs> that's funny. Oh. Yeah, that was a that's a that's a cool spot. I remember people smoked in there too. I mean, even the bartenders who were kind of attractive, I have to say, they would even they were smoking behind the bar and everything. It was like, oh yeah. There are not too many of those, uh, you know, real honky tonks like that anymore. Well, see, um, one more thing. It's like on the note of Hoosiers is that I mm-hmm. couldn't wear when I was riding with that said club. Mm-hmm. Um, which, full disclosure to anybody who ever listens to this, it wasn't a one percenter club. It was an LEMC, and I don't mm-hmm. think I'm gonna actually n- name the club. But, yeah. But anyways, um. It was completely legit, but the thing is, is that something happened. I, damn, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night and remember all of the story, <laughs> but I'm gonna give okay. you what I remember. There was something happened between the club that hung out in Hoosiers and the club yeah. that I was affiliated with. So when I yeah. went there, I had to leave my cut, um, mm-hmm. my colors in my saddlebag or not bring them at all. Because mm-hmm. there was like I don't know some petty shit like pissing on the wall in the bathroom or like writing like oh this club sucks. It was mm. so juvenile, dude. When I look back on it, I thought someone told me that a lot of cops hung out there. I'm not sure though. Well, that's what I'm saying. LEMC, Law Enforcement uh, Motorcycle Club. That's the one I was riding with, and there was another one, and they oh, gotcha. they didn't get along. Gotcha. Interesting. I'm gonna smoke that ass. Yeah, there's a guy. Um, <laughs> who I still kind of keep in contact a little bit with. Um, his name is RJ, uh, RJ Housen. And he, um, he's a really good guitar player. He knows like uh Dickie Betts son and stuff. Oh yeah. And, dude. Uh, he's playing, he plays gigs with him all the time. And um, did you the ever, last time I was, did you ever mm-hmm. believe RJ, you know, like the RJ that we work for, <laughs> did you ever, he, believe, did you ever believe his shit about like being like, I don't know, like first or second cousins with like the Almond Brothers. I mean, I don't know. He, I mean, it's yeah. I don't know. He's possible. Yeah, it's possible. It's like Dickie Betts kind of like is like the mayor of that area. Yeah, and um, I think a lot of people probably just claim affiliation with him. But I mean, RJ was not nice, but I don't think he would really lie. And uh, and uh, he told me that it was his aunt's cousin. Dickie Betts was his aunt's cousin or something like yeah. that. So it's like a familial whatever relationship. Now remind me, Dickie Dickie Betts, he was what what did he do in the Allman Brothers band again? 
played guitar, yeah. Him and Dwayne played guitar, yeah. but they were sort of like, even though they're in the same band, they were kind of like um, opposites in a way. Like Dwayne, who I, who's like my favorite guitar player, is way more bluesy. I mean, Dickie Betts is amazing. I mean, he could play anything, but Dickie was like really jazz, uh, even country, but like, you know, Dickie more, wrote... More uh, twangy. Twangy. Dickie wrote, Dickie wrote a freaking A Memory of, of Elizabeth Reed. Mm. I think that song really encompasses who was, who was responsible for jessica i'm not sure i'm not sure probably it's definitely i think that's definitely like a, like a dicky betts tune as well it's got that sort of more melodic thing going yeah. on. every time i hear it i have to think about the original top gear <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah but um i saw actually um there was another biker bar out in sarasota <laughs> called um stragglers Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, remember yeah. that place? I remember driving past it all the time, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that you remember the bike that I had back then, the uh, Nightster? Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. the thing is, is that my battery died while we were out there, mm -hmm. and then we tried to jump it with uh, Big Joe's truck, and it wouldn't work. And that's why I learned that that's why the owner, who is an old, you know, gray-haired biker, old-timer, you know, that's why mm -hmm. he had the double doors installed. So mm -hmm. if something happens like that, you can mm -hmm. walk your bike in in front of the stage and you can come get it the next day, which I did. That's awesome. And it was <laughs> That's amazing. Really cool. And the thing oh, is, yeah. is that that I think it was that night or sometime there close to it, because mm -hmm. I used to go, you know, it was a decent little ride, you mm -hmm. know, and decent price drinks. And they had my whiskey. Um, mm -hmm. But I remember, was it the same night that um, after I quit the club? Uh, uh, Pap Pap, the he he was old timer in the club that I was in. He showed mm -hmm. up, and I'm like, "Oh shit, Pap Pap, or whatever his name was, Poppy Pap Pap, something or another." Um, mm -hmm. Dicky Betts's brother, or mm -hmm. or cousin, or something. He was a big old. He was kind of a fat dude, but he played the keyboards. That mm -hmm. night, and he had, I think he only had a drummer and a bass player. I want to say, and it was just him and his Korg. And dude, he was tickling those ivories like nobody's <laughs> business. That's cool, bro. I'm like, yeah. Oh. I'm like that. It's not Dicky Betts. It's his brother. I forget his name. Was it I don't Bruce? know. Jimmy Betts or something another. Bruce Betts, maybe? But I remember I was like, I'm going to stay here until, you know, as long as I can because I don't think I'm ever going to see this again. That's cool, yeah. Those uh, those keys players are uh, – you don't come across those guys every day. No. Hey, uh, can, can we uh, – I just have to take like a five-minute break. Is that okay? Yeah, Not yeah. even five minutes, like three minutes. I'm just making dinner. I just have to throw something in the oven real quick. I'll t I'll it won't take – I'll tell you what, um, how long until you're like done with dinner? Because then that way we don't have to stop and start again. Um, it'll probably be like another 40 minutes, I think. it's It'll be in the oven. Hey, if you're down to continue after 40 minutes to an hour, I can pause yeah. right now and then we can uh, pick up where we left off because there's so much more I want to talk to you about. Yeah, no, no, it's cool. Just give me like, like seriously, I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you sound good. Cool. Excuse me. Cool, man. Oh, uh, shit.
No, you said, there, you said something uh-huh. about dinner. I'm like, man, I got leftover Taco Bell. I got to heat up. <laughs> yeah, I I know. No, I was highfalutin, like right? Yeah, no, nah, I, I ain't having a Taco Bell in a minute. I ain't Taco Bell all the time. Um, I have yeah, way too I, often. No, I, was making, I was making a pot roast. Normally, I'm not. I try to go out on Fridays, but uh, we're getting snow, and there were some events that were canceled. I was going to actually ask you about that. How much did you get? Because, like, we... Like I had uh like another half day today, mm-hmm. and uh, I only work about ten minutes away from my house. Which, oh, uh-huh. dude, I'm so lucky for that. Yeah, um, that's awesome. But is like we got a little bit the other day, so there's still a little bit on the edge of the roads. But like today, mm-hmm. dude, it came down like kind of gentle. But I'm looking at the steps going from like my, the carport to the uh, balcony. It was at least three, four inches. That's yeah, we don't have nearly that much. It's not even really sticking, but it's just kind of like I don't even know why people canceled. I guess they're worried that by the time every like one thirty or two o'clock rolls around, um, they just won't be able to get home. Which I can understand. Yeah. But. I, I actually um right before my my uh my video call meeting earlier before I called you, I um I noticed that there was a bunch of there was like at least what, three to five cars sitting there trying to get up the hill that my my house is in front of <laughs> and um i walked out there and i tried helping this guy push this car i thought it was his wife turned out he was just trying to get this guy out of the way so he could get home and it was mm-hmm. an U- it was a uber eats driver or a doordash guy <laughs> and, guy and i slipped a few times like i went out there in my sneaks not my boots or nothing and uh yeah, man. yeah he just kept trying to inch his way up the little hill there past my drive my driveway he's like dude you you passed my mailbox dude you're not my responsibility anymore <laughs> no way yeah you don't you don't want him to see you yeah well that and i is like man i can only fall so many times yeah i hear you man um, yeah, we've had a pretty good amount of snow this year. It's not, it's been nice. I yeah, like we were talking about earlier. I I kind of miss snow. I like I don't mind cold weather. Oh, dude, I prefer it actually, to be honest. Yeah. Especially after being yeah. in Florida for I don't know, God, how long? Yeah, it's uh, like over a decade, easily over a decade. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, you're you're there for a long time, much longer than me. Jesus. Yeah, like I think it was like two thousand, two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever we moved down there and then, you know, I tried to move back up a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, first time me and my dad butted heads too much, but that was, mm-hmm. uh, that was my fault. I was partying mm-hmm. instead of trying to find work. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. And then I was back up here for like four some odd years when I was married. Mm-hmm. And then, wow, I, I forget you're married. huh? I forgot you were married. Yeah. Sometimes I do too. <laughs> Amen, shucka. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, she. We're we're pretty pretty cordial now. Um, That's cool. Yeah, she actually moved down to Florida when I moved back up here. Oh, that funny. Son of a bitch, bastard. Yeah, so many people are moving down there. It's crazy. I'm just it's like rough, dude. I think she's in like Lake Lake Placid is what I was told. <clears throat> I don't even think that that's in Florida. I think that was in like what Bama or Lucy. Mm-hmm. But anyways, and then what? After I divorced her, and yes, I divorced her. Mm-hmm. 
bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, can you not hear those drops? No, not really. Oh, shit. I said, yes, I divorced her. Bitch. <laughs> and um, see, if you turn, see if you can turn the drops up louder. Well, the only way you can hear it is if I turn the, my monitors up. Weird. Yeah. I still haven't figured that out. Um, yeah. Amen, shucker. <laughs> You're going to be just like your mom's house with all their drops. That's why I wanted it, dude. I love YMH yeah. so much. And, like, <laughs> so much. And, like, I wanted to do this, like, back when I was thinking about going to college. I was thinking about going to Full Sail when they first started advertising. Yeah. Honestly, and what you're doing way... now is the right thing to do. Just learn on your own. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got somebody on the inside as well. So Cool, cool. Um, like like I said, Corey Pillard from House Productions in New Albany, Indiana. Any production or anything you need, give them a call. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> my weak attempt at doing a plug. I help a Negroes. Um, shit, what was I going to say? <laughs> did, you see, did you hear did that? Did you see what? Huh? Did you hear that? No. Hold on. I help a Negroes. <laughs> Dude, you better be careful. <laughs> Do you listen to, um? have you listened to Comtown? No. Okay, do you know who those guys are? Have you heard of them? I don't think so. Okay, so there's a comedian named Stavros. Uh, Stavros Hakias. He's getting pretty big. And Stavros was actually a roommate. Say what? He's a Greek guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's a big, fat Greek guy. He's pretty fucking funny, too. And Stavros is from Baltimore. Well, with a name like Stavros, he has to be Greek. (laughs) I know. It's it's a cool name. So my friend was his roommate in college. No Um, shit. They both... Yeah, they both got like kicked out of UNBC, but they lived together for like, I don't know, less than a year. But um, I met Stavros and party with him a couple times. And then um, I always kind of like heard about him because he was getting, you know, bigger and bigger over the years. And he was living in Baltimore. And then he got onto Ari Shafir's podcast. And then see, I, that's he, the one thing I will say that I'm not I'm not a huge fan of Ari. Oh, dude, no, he's fucking he's done a lot of shitty things, man. Well, yeah, but it was it was the. um. What was that thing to where uh, somebody died and then like he immediately did that like dark I mean, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, he has a pattern of behavior where he does shit like that. Well, like, I understand that, but who was it that he got canceled for? I'm pretty sure it was Kobe Bryant. That's right. You're right. Yes, it was. Um, the thing yeah. is, it was uncalled for. And I don't yeah. care if he did it before or that was his kind of like thing to kind of like push the envelope. But dude. Yeah. The thing is, is that comedy is tragedy plus time, not tragedy and two minutes, you know, like that, like you can have your shtick, you know, but hell, if if Louis, if Louis CK could come back, he can come back. But I didn't really like him anyways. He kind of seemed a little pretentious to me. Who? Ari or Louis? Yeah, Ari. Yeah. As many times as I've heard them, heard him on YMH and like. Um, hell, the last episode of Two Bears One Cave, he was mm-hmm. the he was the um, s- sub host, yeah. and it's like it's like I just could not commit to it. Ari just, Ari is from here too. He's from Maryland. Uh, he went to UMD. That's probably but yeah. He, that's probably his problem yeah. then. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. And he also um, yeah, he drugged her. Hey there, hey and there. Then, uh, I didn't know this, but he also threw uh, he throws a 
time where he threw ice into uh, Natasha Legero's face. She's fucking funny, man. She's a good comedian. I've heard um, the name, but I can't put a face to it. But uh, then, then, first, then you got to think about the time to where he drugged, uh, burnt Chrysler. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, burnt Chrysler. Burnt Chrysler. Yeah. yeah, it's burnt. Yeah, it's um... <laughs> Oh my god, Tom. <laughs> oh my god, Tom. Seriously. Have you, um... Have you seen what they did to Garth Brooks's Instagram account? Oh yes! Oh it's, my God, it's amazing. Whenever I need a laugh, I give just the, go. Give the family's closure, Garth. Give them closure. <laughs> so funny. Oh my God, I forgot I was gonna what I was gonna look up. Fuck. Oh, that. Uh, what what was the Greek guy's name again? Stavros. Yeah. Stavros. Stavros Hakis. Stavros. Hockeys with an H? Uh, yeah, Hockeys, H-A-L-K-I. Yeah. I got it here. Literally, if you just type Stavros into Google, it's like the third or fourth thing that comes up. Here, we got a uh, CM Boobs for the first time at church. <laughs> Comedy works. Yes, it does, honey. <laughs> uh, that was a YMH deep dive right there. It's funny. Um, let's see. Hilarious instrument clip, Burt Cast. Dude, he is he is a big one, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's pretty fat. Yeah. <laughs> that bitch is, like a big. That bitch is fat. That's the only clip I couldn't get from uh, that, that movie, uh, Big Money Hustlers. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is that fat. Bitch. <laughs> I've never seen. I've never seen that movie. That's what most of these are coming from, because I. Uh, there's so many good quotes. Hell yeah. Always grab me shit. <laughs> Did you hear that one or no? What'd you say? Did you hear that drop or no? It's like it's like very far off in the distance. It's hard to hear. How about that? Uh, let's see. Always grab me shit. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, you hear that. I don't give a fuck. And then we got Son of a bitch bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead, just don't like bitch. <laughs> Yo, bitch. <laughs> I got a couple from a uh, Fed Smoker. I know you know oh, who Fed Smoker is. Yeah, he's insane. My bad. My bad. It's still hard to hear. It's still really like far off. All right, hold on. Here we go. Try this. My bad. It sounds like what you're going to have to do is connect the audio output from that laptop into whatever your your mic is going into. The thing is, is that this laptop that I'm doing the drops on is mm -hmm. pulling double duty right now because that's the one I'm calling you from. Oh, okay. okay. So, like, I can't, I mean, I can. Call white for me, folks. <laughs> Could you hear that better? Yeah, but it's still not clear enough. Yeah, that it's was probably, like that's like it's blowing probably, my ears up when I did that yeah. on, the, on the fader on the board. It's probably good enough for you on your end. Oh yeah, but, it uh, sounds perfect on my end. You, you just have to you just have to be aware that the yeah I won't be able to hear it if you uh yeah if you if you do any more call-ins maybe if we try a different if we try zoom or something well here's the thing though i didn't i didn't really look at this lap the secondary laptop that i'm using for like the drops and whatnot because my main mm -hmm. laptop the good one is doing the recording as we speak um mm -hmm. 
So, and then the second laptop, I got it on the marketplace and I tried to get a bargain. And that's why we couldn't do like a uh, video call because it doesn't have a goddamn camera on it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's brand freaking new. So, right on. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, you'll figure it out. It's a learning process. Here, I can just do this. I can just put the mic up to the monitor here whenever I hit these. Bitch! How about that one? No, can't hear it. No. Very faint. Really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. I don't know what it is. I'm a fuck you up! <laughs> <laughs> and this put it up to your mic. No, no, I'm, I have a, uh, I have a uh, little, like, boom stand mm -hmm. here, and I'm just quickly, like, moving it towards the monitor above me so you can hear the drops. <laughs> it's so ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker! I hear that. Always grab me shit. Always grab me shit. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's most of those are all from uh, Big Money Hustlers, that movie that ICP did. There's just so many good quotes on that. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I, I was showing the board, uh, like the sound drops to uh, Nate, my absent co-host. Um. And he's like, dude, everybody's going to think that we're fans of ICP. He's like, well, we're kind of, but, like, we're not juggalos. But you have to admit, these are some funny-ass drops. Yeah. No, they're pretty good. So far, yeah. And then, like, you heard that other one. Um, <laughs> just five minutes trying to edit our first official episode, I got those three drops from Nate here. The, um... One of the best things about your mom's house was like they're God, they've been like it's been like years in the making, them collecting all those drops. So oh yeah. As your as your show progresses, you'll collect more and more. And, yeah, exactly. And the thing is I I'm gonna try and find a better program. because uh, mm -hmm. right now this one is just called Podcast Soundboard. And mm -hmm. I wanna say it's like it's four times eight. Mm. That's how many I can have on one board. But then I have like a quick select here on the left to be like, okay, this is soundboard one, soundboard two, you know, this, that, then that's how I have the intro. <laughs> and then, you know, I always have Who that as, your, as who one. Did your intro? Huh? Who did your intro? Me. Nice. You were like you played that and recorded it and everything. Yeah. Uh, do you remember here? I'll, um, yeah, we did. We did that when um, I think my mom, and my stepdad were like coming up here for a <laughs> while. So like Justin and Chuck, um, were pretty much hanging out there at the house. So mm -hmm. pretty much so, I wasn't lonely. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but they were. He was working on their music video, which I will send you. The band's not together anymore, but it's amazing. It was uh, <laughs> they were um, damn it, what were they called? Some with a P. But anyways, um, we literally recorded that in maybe in like two hours, two or three mm -hmm. hours. It was just like a little sample, and then Justin typed in the drums on the keyboard instead of actually playing drums. Mm -hmm. He's the one that came up with the actual key change too, so that's cool. 
Hell yeah. But since then, the song has actually evolved a lot. Like I've I've rewrote it, or not rewrote it, <laughs> but I've added and changed things since then. But it's the the only, pretty much the only option I have for an intro song for right now. Um, that's cool. Yeah, did I? Uh, the music scene up here is really good. Um, there's always stuff going on. I pretty much hang out at this one bar, and um. There's just a lot of cool bands that come through, and I have started to play there, like just sort of sitting in with people. Yeah, um, I've sort of played there off and on over the years, but uh, lately it's been picking up. It's been pretty, getting pretty, pretty good. What There's you mean, um, you mean like like subbing in for somebody? Yeah, yeah. Like if it's a blues band, you know, blues music's pretty simple. Um, if I know them, they'll just be like, "Hey, do you want to sit in for a couple songs?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Hell yeah! So that's oh, weird. that reminds me, dude. Um, Go ahead and finish what you were saying, but then uh, make sure I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, okay. But uh, And then tomorrow, I was playing in a band for about a year before COVID started. Really? And then, um, yeah. And then um, that kind of like dried up a little bit. But is then it... actually tomorrow I have a gig. So that's kind of cool. I'm excited about that. Is it a stand-in or? um no no but i do have with that band there is a stand-in one coming up but it's not until march so and who, i was like what what mm-hmm. gig are you doing tomorrow tomorrow it's at this place it's at a restaurant called uh clyde's and they have a it's like kind of a sort of a fancy restaurant not like super fancy like you can still get burgers there but it's just like i don't know how to explain it it's like a restaurant that you would um like hold like you know a home like a prom dinner there or like a or like a, a family dinner there. Or something That's like exactly that. what the what the bearded clam was. Okay. Yeah, okay, pretty yeah. much. It was like it was dingy enough to where you can get shitty and then crawl home, yeah. or and or you could have dinner with your parents there. Yeah. No. This place. This place is not dingy at all. This place is like, is like, it's not like the Ritz Carlton, but it's like, it's cool because all their rooms have like different themes. So the room that we're playing in, oh, it's that downstairs. Sounds bougie. Oh, it's it is bougie, and uh, the room downstairs it's like a they is like a they call it the racetrack. So the bar is kind of in a racetrack, and then all around are these all all these old school like um, like racing posters and stuff. It's and it has like an actual stage. It's it's pretty cool. Kind of like there's all like of, novelty like decorations and stuff. Yes, yeah. I'll send I'll show you, I'll send you a picture tomorrow. It's pretty cool. I just like to, I need to send you the picture of um, what I've done with the bar down here in the basement. Because I, I I went out to the Peddler's Mall and I got so many, like ten signs and shit, and it's like, oh, yeah. dude, it's it's ridiculous. Like I I still want more though. Like I wish there's like mm-hmm. like rat rods and like like old Indian advertisements. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one that was like all the vets and all the like uh Chevy trucks and shit. So, oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. I got this one right above my uh, my station here where I'm sitting at currently. It's um mm-hmm. it's like as I sit in heaven poem or short whatever thing as a cardinal for my dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that way I get to see it all the time. Really cool. But um, I was gonna say like I don't know what kind of setup you have, mm-hmm. and I know last time uh, that I've seen or heard you play. You got mm-hmm. really a lot better than I thought. 
<laughs> you were last time we actually hung out. So if you yeah. wanted to, and if you're mm-hmm. able, why don't you mm-hmm. play us a little ditty? What do you want me to play? I don't know. Whatever you feel Any- more comfortable with. I was actually playing bass tonight. Oh, shit. Sure. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Seen, I seen you were complimenting my MPEG. Yeah. Well, I got, a, I got an MPEG, too, for like 65 bucks. This but one. Yeah, no. This one is a uh, another 410, but like the upgraded version of the one that I had in high school. So it's 410 is crazy. Yeah, that's huge. Um, but the thing is that I have the upgraded version of the uh, the actual head. It's not the B2RE anymore. It's something else. But man, it is phenomenal. But I like you saw like the chord was struck like strung from the input over to my uh, drum set. Oh man, mm-hmm. dude, it makes the drums sound so good. Hell yeah. Oh yeah! Can you hear this? I think my dog. Uh huh. I think my dog just fucking farted. Either that, or my roommate just shot himself. Jesus, it smells. <laughs> Money. <laughs> At least you can hear it. Yeah, I'm a very novice bass player. I don't know if they should like that. Yeah, hold on. I'll get my guitar. I'll put it on. Yeah, I, w- I want to hear some, uh, some, uh, some twiddling. Some twiddling. Some uh, picking and grinning, as my stepdad would say. Y'all picking and grinning over there tonight? Yeah, we're picking, but we ain't grinning. <laughs> Why not? Because we still suck. <laughs> oh my, uh, the weather's been so f- uh, fucked. Uh, everything's probably out of tune. Actually, oh, dude, did I? I don't think I ever told you uh, about the that tuner I got. Uh huh. Um, it was probably the best buy I ever got off of Facebook. Like it was an advertisement, and I ended up ordering it. It was uh, the Reverb tuner. The one where it has that little knob on there, and you can program different tunings for different instruments, and it'll turn the knob for you. Very cool. Dude, best $160 I ever spent. I got settings for my acoustic, for what, uh, standard, drop, and then drop C. Um, Same thing for uh, my electric, and then, well, pretty much the same thing for my my bass. Yeah. Yeah, I can actually play guitar. Yes, <laughs> I can. Hold, hold on a second. Nate, come here. Listen to this. Don't be Smile, baby. 
That's the blues, baby. Oh, shit, dude. Oh, you're better than I remember. Honestly, it's from going to all the blues jams and stuff and learning how to, you know, it's, I've, I've, on, I've been playing for like 15 years and uh, it's just, it gets more fun every year. I get, it's more, I'm really interested in trying to do more like jazz stuff. Yeah. You know? It always feels now. to me though, like, like I think I hit my prime in early high school <laughs> and it's like, it's like, I want to learn this. It's like, ah, but I got to work tomorrow. Yeah, I know, dude. It's a lot, man. It's really. I it takes. I had a good. I had a guitarist <laughs> up here, uh, the brother of my ex roommate, mm-hmm. dude, and he's the one that kind of came up with uh, that new, that new kind of tempo and rhythm to that song that you know is my intro. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing is, is that I would teach him a little bit more about playing heavier, you know, mm-hmm. and he taught and he would teach me about playing like more groovy and like the shit that you're playing yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like oh my god and he had a board and a few mics and we tried to record some shit but when things went south with the ex-roommate i lost him <laughs> too but dude he made me think of you so much it's weird man i'm not really uh i don't really i'm not really big into recording i mean i should be but uh i really like playing live and that's that's what helped me get a lot well, that, better yeah yeah playing yeah. live keeps the money coming in but recording 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 is what gets your name out there so you can make money live i think it's the opposite i really don't make any money playing live i uh well i guess it could go either way i just go i just get out to play because when you're out there when you're playing when you are playing live you have to find interesting things to do and say musically and uh you know and it helps because you see other people and you kind of see how they all do it everyone has their own way you know and over time you just kind of develop it and then i i'm not saying i think you can do either one i'm not saying either way is bad but then but from your experience now now that i do that i want to go back and start you know start recording stuff yeah but uh well, yeah, no. I mean, to get like, mm-hmm. go ahead. Oh, no, it's like to get serious. Once you get serious and to get gigs and stuff, you do have to have something recorded in the form of video or yeah, you album. have to have something tangible. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, but, I think pla- but I agree with you in that sense to where like playing live gigs, um, mm-hmm. you get to feel your bandmates out, you know, mm-hmm. and they do the same towards you and everybody yeah. starts you know, kind of like feeding off each other. And then that's where the music can grow. It's all about rhythm, man. It's all about uh, putting, on, putting on a party and, and kind of playing something that people can, uh, you know, get down to, I guess. Just it's feel. A, yeah. I mean, feel I on see the a bottom lot of, of their feet. Yeah. I know a lot of people who are good, who are way better than me, but they don't have, they don't groove very well. And people don't want to, people want to drink beer and have a good time to something that, I hate repeating myself, but something that just like grooves. I can't really like. Well, they're trying. Uh, they're trying to live the lifestyle before earning it. I think is what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, it's uh. But playing, I like playing now. There's a really good blues jam on Monday nights, um, that I go to sometimes. There's a couple of different ones. There's one on Mondays. There's one on Wednesdays. And this is and, what uh, like, on the outskirts of DC or whatever. Kind of yeah. There's like suburbs sprinkled in between. 
um, yeah. like where where I live in in Baltimore, um, and kind of like home. There used to be a lot more. That's oh what all my the old freaking guys did. god, Baltimore! <laughs> <laughs> no one really, honestly, no one really talks like that. It's uh, like no. unless unless you go down to like freaking Dundalk, where there's like a fifty year old, six year old woman or something like that. <laughs> but I think most, I think the Baltimore accent has kind of died off a little. Yeah. Bit. Uh, well, remember uh, Ryan Sickler from YMH that branched off? Oh, my God. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's from uh, Baltimore, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. But, he, he, has, but uh... he, he sounds just like my friend's uh, baby daddy, mm-hmm. dude, Charlie. He mm-hmm. sounds like almost Cajun, like it skipped like four states. <laughs> it was <laughs> – he almost sounds like um, McConaughey. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I see a lot of lawbreakers in here. <laughs> Dude, that's like my favorite freaking Louis C.K. Law says about? you cannot touch. I see a lot of lawbreakers in here. You should get that sound clip. A lot of lawbreakers in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I saw Louis. Um, there's a comedy club up here that's up north of Baltimore in a Timonium called McGoobies. And uh, I saw Louis there. Really? Um, and he like up. like He's recently like, or before the whole scandal? Oh no, it was after. Yeah, he's like, I don't know if you guys realize, but I used to do like fucking theaters and shit, and now I'm here at freaking Magoobies. <laughs> like I pro, I promise I won't jerk off tonight. It's, I remember like Segura and Bert talking about that, especially on the uh, was it the uh, Bill Burt podcast? I think they were talking about it too when they mm-hmm. when he first started like reemerging. But that, good for him, though. I mean, he didn't really do anything wrong, wrong. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Uh, it's all debatable. Yeah, no, I don't really. Uh, I I don't know. It's like still kind of unclear exactly what happened. I don't think he, what he did was right, but I don't think it's like worth. I don't know. I well, mean, you're never you're least... never really gonna find out the truth. Dude. The only person that knows the truth is him and the woman that was in the room. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, he's obviously a weird guy. Yeah. Cool. For whenever, because I figured that I'd end up running out of shit to talk about. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, did you hear about that fucking bridge in Pittsburgh? No. You didn't? No. Dude, okay. So it was like breaking news today when I was listening to uh, Roger and JP on uh, huh. the, the bone down there in Sarasota. And the thing is, is that um, what happened was there was this bridge. Oh. <sighs> that was weak. Um, no, there's this bridge fucking collapsed in the middle. So it like veed out. That's fucked up. Jesus. Here's the thing is that nobody died, thankfully. But like, oh. I want to say like maybe like a dozen and a half or some like no more than 30 people got injured. And get this. Joe Biden was there Whoa. talking about infrastructure. That's crazy. I know, right? So you're, you're gonna you're gonna hear all about the goddamn conspiracy theories and this, that, and the other thing. Was um wait, so this was in Pittsburgh, you said? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think it broke today, um, uh, probably about ten thirty, eleven o'clock today. Oh no, you're you're in a different time zone, I guess. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. Have you been to Pittsburgh before? No, never. It's a pretty cool town. I never, like a big rock. I never actually like, visited the Northeast. 
Oh really? Yeah. I mean, never. I always wanted to. Like I was. I mean, I'm so much closer now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, man, I'd love to go to Beantown. I'd love to go to like, you know, just to go to New York. You know, like just to experience it. You never been, you've never been to New York? No, I've never been. Dude, you gotta fucking go. It's fucking awesome. Well, maybe we can meet up some someday over there. Oh yeah, I um, you can. Take I'd a like bus. to go to the cellar. Oh yeah, you can take a bus from DC to New York. Well, I'm sure, there. but how about a bus from Louisville to New York? <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. Different story. I live right next to the airport. Oh yeah, um, this I actually was gonna save for when I was talking to my uh, co-host mm-hmm. Nate, but um, yeah, I got a notification here off of WHAS 11, which is the local news station here. Um, mm-hmm. We just got approved for a for a um, rare earth manufacturing operation in Louisville. Well, um, a hundred seventy one thousand square foot. Wow, that's crazy. And and then here they actually uh, gave the the actual price of it. It's ninety five million dollar <laughs> magnet. It's a ninety five million dollar magnet manufacturing facility. Oh, wow. I wonder if it's for um, electric vehicles or something. Probably. Dude, rare earth material? Yeah, that's definitely in those batteries. Hmm. Yeah. Um, You're trying to work there? No, I just got a notification about it, and that's that's good for, you know, the area. Oh, yeah. You know. Shut up, Erica. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Fucking None of yeah, dumb dumb broad. <laughs> Motherfucker! It's a podcast. Some serious shit going on. I know, right? You should come visit. You can get a flight to Baltimore sometime. Dude, I'd fucking drive, man. Yeah, just fly. You need to be here in like a couple hours. Probably yeah, an hour. Yeah, but I have to put a mask on. That's gross. I'm not a fan. And for that reason, I'm out. It's not that bad. <laughs> um, oh, please tell me you watched Tiger King. No. You haven't Actually, watched Tiger King? Have you even heard about it? I have. I know like generally what it's about, but uh Okay. No, well, I don't have There was a um a an appeal today, uh Joe Exotic, you know, like <laughs> appeal to try and get uh himself out of prison. That judge <laughs> resentenced Tiger King quote unquote Joe Exotic to twenty one years in twenty one years in prison on Friday, rejecting pleas from the former zookeeper to free him from prison. Because it was so, like murder for hire type shit against Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin <laughs> is a nut. Dude, she if is. you if you just look up the highlights on YouTube about Carol Baskin, like she is pretty much the equivalent of like Hil- Hillary Clinton coughing during the uh, debate so she doesn't have to answer it <laughs> was is, um it is ridiculous was um were they together were like they in a relationship or was it just no that they, they were they had rivaling uh big cat rescues and shit gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. and and like he like slandered her a bunch on online and um accused her of killing her first husband by feeding him to a tiger which i think she did but <laughs> but like he had like turned straight guys gay somebody committed suicide in his office another 
lesbian girl got her arm ripped off by a tiger, and he's like, I'm never going to recover from this. It's like, <laughs> it's a mess. It is a mess. But yeah, it hurts. You, watch it. you need to watch it because they're they just released some more stuff. And actually, from what I hear, the um, um, some like the montage in the beginning of the um, the follow up stuff that, that was just released, you can hear Drew Garabo and stuff on the radio talking about it because you know Carol Baskin was there in St. Peter, Sarasota, or some shit. Like it was. That's it, where it was close. That's where she did. Oh wow. It's crazy, man. <laughs> Dude, it, it's nuts. It is absolutely bonkers. Um, okay, next one is... <laughs> I, I save this because I always made fun of Kia, you know, killing innocent Americans, this, that, wow. and the other thing. Kia recalls 410,000 vehicles. Airbags may not work in a crash. Wait. You said Kia stands for kill innocent Americans? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, um, like, killing it. There were some other ones too. I forget. Oh, dude. Okay, I may have to bleep this later on, depending on how famous I get. But you know what Pontiac stands for? No. Poor old nigger thought it was a Cadillac. <laughs> you never heard that one? So, I basically work for a shop that works on cars, and I'm going to tell our mechanic that joke on Monday. <laughs> was the poor nigger thought I was a Cadillac? <laughs> there was, dude, there's so many. I'll bring them up here in a minute. Um, but yeah, Kia, killing innocent Americans, <laughs> recalls 410,000 vehicles. <laughs> Airbags may not work in a crash. Oh, okay. It has one fucking job. That's crazy. It's because they're made in fucking Korea or some shit. And they make them as fast and cheap as they can. Yeah, Korea's, uh, or Kia is done in, I believe, Korea? I want to say. Yeah, Korean International Automobile or something other. Mm. Um, I don't know if this, I don't know if you're a, a fan of Star Trek at all, but the first Vulcan rocket will launch ashes of Star Trek actors, fans, Whoa. and more into space. Oh, yeah. I thought hey, that... You really like Star Trek, huh? Huh? You really like Star Trek. I didn't realize. Well, actually, it was kind of a new thing. Um, oh, cool. Well, in the last, like, five years. That's, that's cool. The new, the new Star Trek movies are fucking good. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm actually. I actually was more into um, watching Picard. Yeah, yeah. And um, watching Discovery. Discovery, I I really like. I think they're kind of reaching, but it's done by uh, Gene Roddenberry's. Uh, was it grandson or son or whatever now? Mm -hmm. uh, to where it's still kind of like genuine, but I think that he's trying to go a certain way to it, like with it. But, I understand. Yeah. But hey, young Spock was in it, so it's okay. And then Sasha from Walking Dead was the is the main character, so she's uh, always she the hot one. Yeah, she's always fun to look at. So yeah, dude, she's so hot. Walking Dead is a great show. Oh. All right. Uh, uh, have you heard? Well, you're you're over there, close to the northeast. 
I am in the, we're, can yeah, you yeah. can you tell me about this new term well it's uh, new it's new to me uh-huh. tell me what a bomb cyclone is oh i don't know it's like what they're calling like a weather storm like a it's what we had like a little while ago i think it's just a bunch of cold air for a while that just sort of hangs around which well, is kind of what we had doesn't aren't cyclones like like hold on let me think it aren't, does spin. cyclones it does turn the opposite way of hurricanes correct yeah. Mm, that's a typhoon. Well, then what the fuck is a cyclone? Then? I'm not a weather guy. Oh, my God. Fine. Before, I was uh, trying to keep it relevant to you, but fine. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> and then the last one I got here is Boeing is betting big on Uber, but for <laughs> aircraft. So Boeing might be in cahootery with Uber making some kind of like like flight for hire type shit so if anybody could do it it'd be them it's pretty dope they um kind of have like they sort of have that in certain cases um well yeah but it costs seven thousand dollars to go you know just to start the sun bitch up i know there's ads and stuff i see all the time because what a lot of people do around here is they go out to the beach yeah but it sucks because when you go out there there's only one way in one way out you take 50 up to like Ocean City or something. And man, if there's an accident, traffic gets backed up. And, and on top of the back, it's like a three hour drive. So with the helicopter, you just be like, Phew! get out right out there. And just like, fucking rappel down, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and he have some like awesome action music playing. There are a lot of cool beach towns and stuff I think, up here. Like, wasn't there a comedian that said, or some, I think maybe I'm thinking Ron White, but I'm probably wrong. But like back in the day, like he, he said, like it's like I just want to be successful enough to have a helicopter because LA traffic is about to make me suicidal. I think that was him, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I think he had a joke about like he wanted his own private plane so he could smoke weed on it or something like that. Oh yeah, poor old Slego. <laughs> yeah, Slego. <laughs> Oh man! Ah oh, shit! Oh, have you heard this cover, um, of Train doing um Led Zeppelin? No, the band Train. Yes, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna let it play. My high school physics teacher, um, was in Train, and no shit. He decided to become a physics teacher right when, right before they got famous. <laughs> that's like, that's like what uh, somebody from Bon Jovi or Def Leppard was like a fucking quantum physicist or some shit. Something like that. He's, yeah. And that's what, that's why you guys, and he's still a really good guitar player. That's kind of what got me into playing guitar because yeah. he used to play like at the talent shows and stuff. He could play like Eruption and Van Halen and shit. He's really talented. See the thing is, is that learning learning how to play Eruption and Van Halen that's one thing, but to come up with something that innovative that's gonna impress me, because you you can see people cover that shit all day long. Yeah. Am I wrong? Oh yeah, yeah. You see like five year olds playing that stuff. Oh, so you're saying I am wrong, Dick? No, 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 no. (laughs) You're saying you're saying that a lot of people play it. You're saying, but to to be innovative and to actually come up with that exactly. Totally different thing. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I said, "Am I wrong?" And you said, "Yeah, dude." 
<laughs> no, no, no. I, I meant yes and I meant yes and agreement. Yeah, so, I get it. I get it. I'm just giving you a hard time. I didn't really hear that last part. All right. I want you to uh, sometimes. I want to take this time to actually tell you about something. You remember how, like, I would constantly listen to um, Mike Calta show in the morning? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I still do. Um, and the thing is, is that um, I don't know if you ever listen to him a lot, but they have a guy named uh, Ronnie D who plays mm-hmm. in a couple bands down there uh, locally. Mm-hmm. And he came out with a new YouTube channel, and I'll send you the link. But okay. it's called um, Deep Inside the Music. Oh. Dude, somehow, someway, they, um, they acquired the actual raw data or the tracks of these songs. Uh-huh. And they're finding, like, like, say, for instance, uh. for instance, like... And Aerosmith, you hear him yeah. like like talking shit to like one of the tech guys or or whatever when he a- isolates the vocals, but it's in the song, but you can't really hear it because of everything else produced. Yeah. And then like, there's another one where like they um like this first one that comes up, uh, Hot for Teacher, isolated tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool. And the thing is, is that um he uses Pro Tools to isolate these tracks, and the thing is, is that that actually um supports the theory that the actual like odd beat of the uh, drums in the beginning of Hot for Teacher was modeled oh. modeled after the rhythm of Eddie Van Halen's Lamborghini out front. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then like, God, there's so much. And like, I think they're gonna start releasing more and more um, episodes. And they did one with uh, Mike Halta, and they they did one with Galvin, the co-host. Yeah, yeah. And like, for instance, like. Um, because they had him on air uh, mm-hmm. this past week, and they mentioned about that one. What's it, the song from uh, Pearl Jam? Um, even flow, even flow. Mm-hmm. During dur- during the um, the interlude or like the bridge, you hear mm-hmm. e- Eddie Eddie Vedder um, say <laughs> something behind the music, but like mm-hmm. everybody. You know, you usually think it's like, oh, yeah, this kicks my ass, guys, or, you know, whatever. They isolated it, and because uh, Even Flow is written, it's about um, a homeless guy, mm-hmm. apparently. And and they isolate his vocals, and you hear him repeating what the homeless guy said to him that day. Oh. Thank you, sir. Can I have a dollar? No, <laughs> You know, and it just carries on. But then, like, the ones they isolated for fan, uh, Led Zeppelin. Oh, my God. Robert Plant has such a good voice. 
Yeah. And, and that was all that was all on uh cassette. <clears throat> and they even have they even have the recordings of the room mic. I mean, mm-hmm. it is amazing. It's amazing. Really but yeah. You're really interested. You're really interested in recording them. Yeah. No, like I said, dude, I originally wanted to go to school for it. Yeah. You know. But That's um cool. but it just so happens that that uh that those guys are making that uh YouTube series. Mm-hmm. About the same it just so happened to coincide with me actually getting some kind of podcast up and going. But yeah, it's called um Deep Inside the Music yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. I'll totally check that out. Um what was I gonna say? Oh, there's another there's a really cool version of the Counting Crows doing Friend of the Devil on uh Howard Stern. You should check it out. Really? It's fucking awesome. Oh yeah, it kicks ass. There's it's so good. Let's I'm not like up. a huge I'm not like a huge critical death fan, but um they it's a re- they do a really good job. Wait, hold on. What cover is it? Friend of the Devil. Oh, I was thinking of that Rolling Stone songs. You were talking about a Grateful Dead. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I'll pass. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll look it up here. Um, the Black Crows. Oh, just look, it, look it up on your own time. It's cool. You don't have to look it up now. Just look it up on your own time. Well, it's yeah. content. Let's go. Yeah. Black Crows. No, uh, Counting Crows. Counting Crows. Counting Crows. Black I always get those there. two mixed up. I know. I know. Both crows. Let's see. Oh shit! I think I may have gained a uh, co-host here in a second. He just walked in. He he brought the bottle of stag. A hairy situation. Okay. Oh, what you talking about? Grabbing her leg and shit. Yeah. We're talking about this certain mission in uh, Cyberpunk '77. We'll talk about it when you get on the mic. All right. Oh my God! I'm gonna have a co-host here in a second. Hell yeah! You don't work tomorrow, do you? No, no, no. At a boy, kind of crows, devil, devil friend of mine. There we go. Oh my God! Are you trying to play drums right now in your kitchen? <laughs> no, I'm cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was hearing. All right, this is uh, County Crow's Friend of the Devil, Howard Stern Show. I don't know. I was just, I just thought that maybe there was some song that you loved that you never did. And all of a sudden, you're sitting around, like when the County Crow's are sitting around in the studio. You know how, like, what do they break into? You break yeah. into a song. Can you hear that? No, not really. All right, hold on. Sometimes like fog hat or I don't know. Just well, something know. you enjoy playing, just to loosen up. We had this little show we play in New Orleans called The Devil and the Bunny Show. It takes place between like one and five in the morning. It's like a secret mm. show. Can you hear that now? Yeah. Yep, yep. All right. One shows up. Emmy and I would learn like 50 songs. And one year, Charlie was down there and we just did Friend of the Devil. I just want to finally introduce my co-host here to Practically Friends, Mr. Nate. What's up, dude? Testing, testing. Can you all hear me? Cause I can't hear shit now. Oh. What's up, man? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh shit! Right. There he is. All right, Nate. I'd like to introduce you to an old friend of mine, Drew. Drew, this is Nate. 
my roommate Sorry. and good friend of damn near 12 years now. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, we used to. Does he know that we used to work together? You used to work with him? Oh, yeah. Me and Kyle. Yeah. Taught, taught him everything on. he knows. That was a really good shop. That was probably like the most talented shop I've, I think I've worked at. No, I agree, dude. That's the the, dude. The only thing wrong with that shop was the was the management. Yeah, that's it. We had yeah, we had good people, dude. Were you there when Al was in charge? Uh, no, I don't think so, dude. Al Al Toothman, um, he may have been gone by the time you started, but he was was, uh, the main machinist guy, and he Uh, yeah yeah he had a um, he had a uh, heart type thing. Operation and he came back and he actually, you were there when, when Brian Butera was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, remember Nate? I told you about that guy that um, that called me a weak piece of shit after being off for ten days because of my back. Remember that, Nate? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, that's Brian. Was this a uh, Pierce? No, this was uh, uh, SMB, my first welding job that I had for like four and a half years. I met him there. I met oh. Drew there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him all about RJ. You don't have to tell him now, but just tell him about RJ. How crazy that dude was. I have told him a few stories about RJ, but I think we're gonna have to revisit that so we can trade stories yeah, here in a minute. We could, do a, we could literally just do a whole podcast about RJ. Dude, and we might. Yeah. We should. So long. I tell people about him all the time. I tell like he's like a character. He's like straight up out of a movie. Dude, for real. And the thing is is that um we can talk all we want about him, so long as yeah. we don't say his last name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll like come find and then us. And we'd be like, hey, it's really cool. We should all take right. it back and teach to the band. Play it right now. All play right, the song. Do a little of it. This is crap. All right, We're going to play ahead. the song. Don't you cut us off in the middle of the song. <laughs> I might cut you off if I don't like <laughs> it. Cut us off. <laughs> You're <laughs> saying you do Friend of the Devil. Do it right now. Go ahead. Bring it on. Still hear that, right? Oh yeah. Okay. I lit out for Reno. I trail by twenty hands. Didn't get sleep last night till the morning came around. Sit out running, but I take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. If I get like the harmony for daylight, just might get some sleep tonight. You don't, you don't have to play the whole thing, but they're just they're good. Man. They uh, what I just a, like the way they. What is, is it becoming boring to you? Jesus Christ, what a critic! Well, I know you said you did. You, you said you didn't really. You don't really like. I can tell you like more heavier stuff. Well, more no, rock stuff. No, I li- I like soft stuff plenty. It's just the yeah. thing is, is that I'm I was never really a fan of Grateful Dead, but this me I like. Me I'm neither. I'm gonna I'm gonna like this. Save it yeah, for later. Yeah, me neither. I'm not a huge I'm not a huge Grateful Dead fan either. I, what I tell people is, if you really don't like the Grateful Dead, what you gotta do is you gotta listen to just the Jerry Garcia band stuff and like yeah. a lot of the Jerry a lot of the Jerry Garcia acoustic stuff. It's totally different. About. Um, 
he's got like there's a whole like blues side to Jerry Garcia that a lot of people don't know about. He did a ton of cool albums. See that that's something I would like to delve into. He did a, a one album that's really cool called Let It Rock. That one's really cool. Um, he did one with uh, Merle Saunders. That's really cool. Really, Merle Saunders was like. Why a do I know that name? Yeah, yeah, he's badass. No, why do I know that name? Who is that? I don't know. I think I'm not sure who. I think Merle played with. Uh, I mean, I think he's just on his own right, very good. But I think he played with some people. I'm not sure though. Mm. Maybe like a, maybe like a Victor Wooten. Vic, well, no, he's like way older than. Uh, I've met Victor Wooten. Um, no. Oh. Yeah, dude. I was a. Uh, I went to go see Victor at uh, a show up in uh, Towson at this place called The Record, and uh, he was really good. And uh, me and my friends, we were waiting out back by their tour bus because uh, we were trying to get like an autograph or something. And yeah, he didn't come out for a long time. But his brother uh, is named Reggie Wooten, and his brother plays guitar. And his brother came out and talked to us for like fucking thirty minutes. It was cool as shit. Oh yeah, he's dude. Like, when I was, like, I had a, uh, I had a short stint when I first started playing uh, bass guitar because I couldn't afford a drum set. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, when I first started getting into music, and the thing is that I actually found um, a guy from that Sam Ash store there on 41. Oh, cool. um, uh, Haynes? Hayes? Anyways, um, but, like, he, he taught me, like, the fundamentals. I don't remember a thing that he told me, but except for, you know, exercise your pinky because you need that you know, so often, but he would lend me these VHSs, and the first uh-huh. one I saw was like Victor Wooten, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Oh, yeah. And then another one was um, an entire band of bass players. Oh, cool! Like a 24 string bass, you know, like the ones that look like a wooden block. Yeah, like yeah. a freaking cut. Yeah, and then they had like like two or three drummers. It was wild. That's crazy. But yeah, here. Um, Nate, I don't think I've ever shown you this, but just so you have some context, this is Victor Wooten, who is prob- arguably one of the best bass players of all time. Okay? Yeah. For who? Uh, he, I think he played with Satriani for a little bit. Correct me if I'm wrong, Drew. I don't know. He's played with a lot of people. Yeah, he, he's more... I mean, of he's like, really just kind of his own guy. Yeah. Pretty- he's, like a jazz, he's like a jazz guy. Yeah, like he, he, he doesn't have a designated band. But he's just known as being a badass, like one of the best bass players of all time. And um, this is him playing Amazing Grace, uh, doing like all those harmonics. Drew, you know what I'm talking about, the pitch harmonics and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's that one where he actually like skit scats along with it. It's, it's fucking wild. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. We can't have ads on here, dog. Here we go.
<laughs> so funky. I know. Hey, wasn't he the one that came up with that technique, the thumb down, thumb up, finger up, finger up? I don't know, but probably. I, I don't believe it. Yeah, it's a technique that I've always sought after, and it's I can never get it, dude. It's. I'm not just Every bass player plays completely different. They all have their own thing going on. It's no, so he strange. he came up with this technique, dude. Imagine, make like a. I know. He uses his thumb like a pig. Well, if you like, make like a like a like a like a paw formation in your mm -hmm. hand with your thumb sticking out. Yeah. Throw your your thumb down like a pick, mm -hmm. and then up, like an upstroke with a pick, and then mm -hmm. your middle finger comes up and then your index finger comes up so he was able to do quads like with one swift motion he was fucking wild here we go he's amazing listen to the record things don't ever change so who would sit here for an hour and do this? He has a lot of good videos on YouTube about music theory and just the way he thinks about music Curtis theory. Curtis would look back at <laughs> <laughs> That ain't in the song, right? I'm sorry, bud. What do you say? He's got a lot of videos on YouTube about music theory and just kind of like his approach to music he's very he's a very interesting guy yeah no I, I i need to go on a deeper dive dude but this god victor wooten is one of the best he's, like i i want to say that he's probably better than ryan mart no, he's definitely better than ryan martini flea and whoever else you can name you know who's another good bassist is um the guy from tool that guy and i was gonna say the guy from metallica uh which one there was like five Robert, the the last guy, Robert Trujillo. I really like him. Oh, the the Hawaiian. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. He and he can play guitar. He plays guitar I, just as well as he plays bass. But I I think his um his like crab walk is a little bit overdone. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Justin used to do that as a joke whenever we played there at Olympia Theater in Palmetto, and like I used we used to do it at each other. <laughs> like like boom 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 you know oh he was a mess oh man no but he's good i i did like the styling of uh jason newstead and cliff more though yeah like like what we were saying earlier about like replicating and creating the difference between the uh, two yeah yeah, yeah i've kind of partial with jason newstead myself yeah what do you say? Yep. I'm kind of partial to Jason Newstead myself. What, what, what band is he in? Metallica. He was in Metallica. Uh, I don't know all of the bases from Metallica. Well, well, don't bring up the subject if you don't know the names, man. He he was the one, he was the one before Robert, the current bassist. Oh, cool, cool. Amen, amen. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Yeah, it's amazing how many like, good musicians are out there. Bass is fun. Bass is fun to play. I like it. Dude, you know who's coming to town here soon, Drew? Who? Fucking Bonamassa. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. 
but his that tickets are, are at least 150 a pop. Why are they so expensive? Because he's the best. No, it's because he's charging that much. He doesn't have to charge that much. Yeah, but he's got a face like a foot, but God, he can play like an angel. He's <laughs> got a face like a foot. <laughs> oh, uh, Nate, um, you know, earlier I was uh, going through those articles that I saved that I mentioned to you earlier, and I told him about Kia recalling a, what, a couple hundred thousand vehicles because um, – because the airbags won't <laughs> deploy <laughs> during a crash. And I said, I, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that he never heard of Kia standing for um, killing innocent Americans. <laughs> <laughs> so then I said, oh, wait, I got a really good one. It's like, hey, you know what Pontiac stands for? Poor old nigga thought it was a Cadillac. And I guess he works at a fucking auto shop, and he's going to tell his guys there. <laughs> oh, shit. There's a, there's a, there's a uh, bunch of racing clubs and stuff around, and there's one. You said racist clubs? No, racing. Nate, you need to racing, go to D.C. <laughs> racing, racing groups. And uh, one of them is called PNR, and it stands for Poor N-Word Racing. Poor, poor N-word racing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's fucking funny, dude. You, you won't even say the word on here, huh? Nah, not really. Yeah, I, pro- I think I might go back and bleep it. Oh, I'm you ready. definitely. Yeah, they bleep it on. Uh, they bleep it on. Uh, Come town. Come town. That's the name of their podcast. Come town. Oh my god, I don't want to go to Come town at all. <laughs> Sometimes it comes to you. Ew. <laughs> hey, it's Friday. It's Friday night. Maybe I could take some ladies to come town. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, before I don't know how how much time you have tonight. I don't want to take up too much of your Friday night. We we've no, actually yeah. we've actually recorded for about one and three quarter hours. Nice man. I know, dude. This is gonna, this is some good content, dude. I really well, do appreciate you. Do what? Yeah, we got to do another one where we talk about RJ. Oh fuck yeah! Well, I yeah. I kind of wanted to touch on RJ before we let you go. Oh okay. Um. So why don't you? <laughs> God, my burps are weak tonight. <laughs> so why don't you tell? Let's see. I know, I can I can tell it. Basic I'll tell, tell basically tell, tell your 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 the first one that comes to your mind that doesn't take up too much time. So if you have to I don't know if it really just you probably have better stories than I do, but I can just speak to his who he was is Alright, go ahead. I wonder if he got his fucking leg fixed, that poor guy. Never. Jesus Christ. Never he I've never met anybody like him. He fucking he, <laughs> His leg was broken in a motorcycle accident, and he, I think, and he never got it fixed. So his leg was crooked, and he walked around the shop all crooked. He was our, the foreman. And what was pretty crazy about him is he was pretty young. I mean, he's like, I think he was 32 or something, which is my age now. Yeah, he was same here. Right? Yeah, he was he was our age when we were there. Yeah, then, when he ended you know. the foreman of that job. And, man, he would talk shit to everybody. Everybody. He was, he was a good welder. Really good, and he, he didn't hell of care a welder, about dude. Hell of a welder, yeah. dude. I I yeah. learned most most of what I bring to the table 
that gets yeah. me, you know, whatever big bucks I can, they can afford. I, yeah. I, uh, I can, I thank RJ for that because he really put me through the ringer. Yeah. Yeah. I know he did. It's yeah. I mean, you had, you had more time with him than I did, but yeah, that's kind of where not just skills, but just like an attitude and like trying to, uh, never really accepting nothing was ever good enough. You know, it always, got always room for improvement. So he actually, yeah. he actually took me around. Um, you remember the inspection area across the alleyway? Oh yeah. 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 With Mark that hates yeah. his life and everybody else's life. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. This guy, Mark, dude, Nate, you'd walk, I'd walk in and be like, Hey Mark, how you doing? He'd be like, oh, don't get me fucking started. It's like, it's the first thing in the morning, dude. Come on. <laughs> and like, but he was really nice to us, you know, like us youngins and shit, you know, cause you yeah. know, he was just a quality guy, you know, everything yeah. had to be perfect. That was his yeah. job, you know? But, um, but yeah, anyways, um, I, I want to say like a month or two after me being hired there, like when I finally, like I started working there, like during the day, because they actually hired me before I got, uh, graduated from welding school. So they, um, I was working there for like three or four hours in, in the evening until like I had to finish out the quarter rather, right. you know? So the thing is, is that, um, I remember one time, um, RJ, I guess after maybe he finally saw potential in me, and I say that with air quotes, Yeah. <laughs> he walked me over to um, the inspection area, I guess, right before Elwood's area. You remember Elwood? Yeah, yeah. Dude, we had uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking Elwood was so gangster. He's yeah, an old, he old school black guy, dude. <laughs> but, um... But he, he went over and showed me a part that he made. He's like, see here. That right there, Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> that one there. That's a perfect part. <laughs> this is what I want. I want you to try and give me a perfect part every time. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. Were you there with Nick? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I still talk to him every now and then. That's cool. Apparently, he's doing good, you know, with his kids and all that. Last time I, he, last time uh -huh. I heard that he was wor working at Felt. What is that? What do they do? Oh, yeah, what do they do? Um, Like, all the stages and, uh, like, venue stuff for, like, uh, oh, Nitro Felt. Nitro yeah, yeah. Felt, Felt Entertainment. Yeah. And, the, and, like, circuses and, like, Circuit de Soleil or whatever. Dude, they wouldn't yeah, even yeah. let me pass the security gate when I went there. How come? I don't know. Maybe I smelled. Maybe I smelled like menthol, and they didn't like that. <laughs> That's the only thing I could come up with. But anyways, yeah, RJ, dude, were you there? Oh my God, Drew, mm -hmm. were, were you there? Do you remember how RJ would only take like one week off a year, and it was for like, like the cross between like deer and turkey season yeah yeah do you, were you there when we saran wrapped his table yeah i was there i remember that that was fun <laughs> dude brian dude we took saran wrap like shrink wrap right and and you gotta have to get it closer to you bro i can't hear you at all right now right okay there we go um but yeah like we took this shrink wrap dude i'm talking about a roll 
maybe about eight inches wide. And you think about how thin shrink wrap is. We use the entire roll with his tools on the table, with like like snacks and shit. Dude, we wrapped it up. And Dude, yeah. And Brian Brian Butera, that punk bitch pussy, was walking by, and he just shook his head, but he didn't stop us. So we kept going. <laughs> Dude, this table is probably thirty feet from front to back. You know, and it's like one of those like thirty thousand dollar acorn tables. Dude, we wrapped the shit out of it. And then the next the next Monday when he came back from his hunting trip, I got there super early so I could watch him. <laughs> <laughs> super fucking early. I'm sitting there, you know, like cause you can sneak cigarettes in before uh Damn it! What's this? The the faggot that um, ran the place. What was his name? I forget his name. Yeah. Uh you might want to move that pallet over six inches. That will increase efficiency by thirty two percent. Yeah, but um, before he was there, so I could like smoke there at my table, and I just mm-hmm. looked catty corner across the fucking shop, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Here he comes! Here he comes!" Dude, he came up and he was so pissed. Mm-hmm. So pissed. He can dish it out, but he oh, can yeah. never take it. Never take he would, it. He would fuck with all of us. He gave, I mean, he would, he tore me apart. Oh my God. He called me every nickname. Oh, yeah. He called me gay, fucking cutie boy. <laughs> Do you, were you there for Twiddle Stick? No, who's that? Oh my God. You never heard this? No. Okay, check this out. So the thing is, is that we hired. Um, or they hired this guy like for like part time just to be like a gopher to go around clean and like, you know, just general shit. Was he, was he that Mexican guy? No, no, no. Uh, you're, you're talking about the guy that lost his leg and we all got interviewed. <laughs> no, I, was, I didn't even know about that. Oh, we, we may have to do this on another episode, though. Remind me about that. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, no, there was this, like, young kid, bro. Like, he couldn't have been, like, maybe 17 at the time. And um, it pretty much his, it was his first fucking day. And they tasked him with, like, grabbing, like, like this really long pole and putting, like, foam on the end with tape and then, like, using it, using it like a, um, like a Q-tip to get the cobwebs out from like the roof and the walls and shit. Yeah. So you know how RJ is. He's like, you did all right there, twiddle stick. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, I don't know if I could do it anymore. I need gloves. My hands are hurting. <laughs> and the, dude, he didn't last until first break. Yeah, dude. That shit was so dude, funny. He straight up fucking left. And then, <laughs> and then the thing is that that boss, the, uh, the, eh, I don't wear the pants in my house. That guy, yeah. dude, yeah. he called us all into the center of the fucking building <laughs> and said, what the fuck did y'all say? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just looking, I'm looking around. I was like, I don't think nothing to. That's so and funny. then RJ's just like, I don't even know his name. <laughs> dude, twiddle stick didn't last but like three hours. Maybe, yeah, maybe two and a half. I'm trying to think of some other fucking, some other good stories about Do you him. remember Darcy? 
Darcy was cool. Yeah. Cold blue guys. Cold blue. <laughs> Shut down. Hey, Lyle. Lyle. <laughs> Lyle. Where's Lyle? He he'd always call people almost by their name. Yeah. He was so ate up, dude. I I remember this quote. Like, I told you when you started, Drew, that uh-huh. like, okay. You, I think you maybe looked at me and be like, uh-huh. dude, he's not talking to you. You know if he's talking to you. Uh-huh. He entertains himself. So it's gonna be confusing at first, then funny, then infuriating, and then back to funny. <laughs> yeah, dude. You remember? Yeah. That's exactly I what remember. I told him. Oh, dude, you remember when, um, What's okay, up? two things. You remember when there would be, uh, there would be like a telephone noise that would come over the intercom and he'd go, hello? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello? Hello? And, and then, well, he's uh, not home right now. Yeah. And then, that was fucking funny. And then, uh, if dude, like your name, if they called your name over oh, the inspection. intercom, they like Kyle to, to inspection. inspection or oh. The whole shop would go. The whole entire shop. This whole group of every like twenty guys would go. Oh, oh, you dumb like that. It was. Yes. It, it was pretty fun. And uh, so he, fun. I think it was like when I first started, bro. He did this thing that will forever stick in my mind. Is yeah. um, he was listening to like I, I think it was Bubba in the morning at the time or MJ. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. they were talking about Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember this? No. And at the time, I'm working right next to him before I was in my corner with the circuit breakers and shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, and it's like, oh, yeah, and Justin Bieber. And then you hear, you hear Darcy. He's like, Bieber? What's a Bieber? Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> laughs at himself. And I'm looking at him I'm like, are you fucking retarded? <laughs> he might have been. No, no, he just entertained himself all day. It was, he dude, always talked out the side of his mouth like he was from Oshkosh, okay? <laughs> and, uh, oh, I get pigeonholed. I got blackballed. <laughs> dude, Darcy dude, was, that was shit. That was a good shop. I, I worked there thinking that every shop was going to be like that, but it, nope. it wasn't. You know? I, um... I worked at another shop up here for a little while that basically was very similar, but they they didn't have a laser, but they had pretty much everything else. They had water, a CNC. Uh, a water jet? No, no, no. They didn't have a water jet. They just had a CNC punch. Um, some stuff they would send out to get lasered, but um, they just it was just the same in that it was a sheet metal shop and kind of like similar setup and similar schedule. And that's where, but, uh, that's where you're at now or down there? No, no, no. I was there like back in November. I worked. I pretty much worked there over the summer. They're they're um, in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh my god, it's like it was in a really nasty area. I mean, there were like two different shootings um, since I since I started working there. It was crazy. Um, did I ever tell yeah. you? About, did I ever tell you about the shop that I was at? Um, uh, for about oh, I want to say about two years, three years. No, uh, uh-huh. be- before uh, before I moved back up here. Uh huh. It was uh, Dowdney. Out there off of Cattleman. Uh-huh. You remember Cattleman in Sarasota? Oh, this was still in Florida. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, this place was so amazing, dude. I started I uh I moved back down, right? Mm-hmm. From here with mm-hmm. with the ex and the ex's daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try my best not to say their names. Mm-hmm. But um so I I found a job at like this like 
this place, um, and it was called uh, Steelheart. Love mm-hmm. the guy. Love the guy. Mm-hmm. He worked out of his garage off to the side of his house. Mm-hmm. I would hang out with his dog. <laughs> okay? And his dog would uh, bark at the rooster all day while him and mm-hmm. the uh, younger guy went out and did installs and shit. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. But then after that, he let me go, like, right after Thanksgiving, like, right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, he just couldn't afford me. Mm-hmm. He didn't have that much work. So I ended up finding a job at this place called Dowdney. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the main guy, uh, his name was Corey Pfizer. Love him to death, mm-hmm. still talk to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, same thing ended up happening. He couldn't afford me. But it was, like, years and years after that. But, dude, mm-hmm. I st- like I said, I started, like, there – pretty much right there in between Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, dude, it was the first time I ever ex- experienced a Christmas party. And you know what oh. our, our Christmas party was? No. Anderson Race Park there in P- Palmetto with those 50-mile-an-hour go-karts. Oh, cool. Dude, I came in third. I still have the goddamn medal. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, the best part is that I overtook the boss man on the last lap. It's like, am, do I still have a job there, Hefe? <laughs> no, but I was there for, dude, I was there. I would still work for him because they, they bought a brand new building, a whole new water jet that was self-cleaning. I want to oh, say, cool. I want to say like four press breaks. Um, we had like four or five um, shears. Mm-hmm. One of them we nicknamed Brutus that came with the building. Mm-hmm. And it, it would, it would cut half inch steel. Oh, wow. Yeah. Motherfucker took like five minutes to fire up. <laughs> that, thing was, that thing was a bad motherfucker, dude. But yeah, for, unfortunately with COVID, that was right when COVID started. So I had to leave there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. Down, down. Oh, wait. So you were, you were in Florida pretty recently. Yeah. No, I just, wow, I I, I just moved. How long has it been, Nate? Not Two Father's Days ago mm-hmm. is when I moved up here. Mm. So that yeah. was two years ago, closer. Crazy. Maybe, maybe a year and a half ago. That sounds about right. Because it was yeah. it was about a week or two after Father's Day. Not the past one, but the one before is when my dad called me and told me about his cancer. And then yeah. I was working at Trident there. Drew at uh, mm-hmm. off Talavast, but I wasn't mm-hmm. even in my 90 days yet. But um, I had what did, what did uh, Trident do? Because I worked for a company named Trident Structural Shit. Okay, yeah, I think it's a different Trident, like um, like I beams, custom I beams for like buildings mm-hmm. and shit like That's that. Cool. It was it was a whole different er- uh, arena, really. Yeah. Same same shit, different toilet. Yeah, but um. But yeah, I mean, I got them out of a hole and shit because of my fabrication stuff that I learned from RJ. Mm-hmm. Um, so the big, the big thing that I learned that I slash maybe we learned from from being down there was doing thin stuff. You know, not not a lot of people can weld that thin stuff without burning through it. You dude, know, dude, you you yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. I, on that. I tell people about that all the time. They they don't believe me. I'm like I'm like all right, fine, whatever. Do you remember, it's crazy. You remember me doing that corrugated 20-gauge stuff? 
Uh, it looked like course. a golf ball on one side. Oh yeah, that stuff is so cool. Yeah, that's that stuff. That's called a uh, rigidized, I think, or something. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I still yeah. have that on my uh my phone on my weld report portfolio. Yeah, that stuff is beautiful. I love that material. I never got to weld any of that. No, it was tough. It mm-hmm. was tough. But the mm-hmm. the trick the trick is is that yeah the fit up is mm-hmm. is the key. You have to have yeah. that so tight and so close yeah as you tack and like fit it up and that's why i had all those bars that i would clamp on the side of my table and like tap and shit and get it as close as i could yeah Mm -hmm. but hell i might make a secondary podcast just me and drew talking about welding (laughs) yeah but yeah it was um when i was down there i when i left snv i left to there's i just got a job they just would pay. They were paying more. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna go up there." Just and, pulling the um, trigger and being there on time, right? Yeah. Told and you. um, told you. And uh, shit, I was already going with this. Oh yeah, so it was a basically a company called Plasma Therm or something. That sounds and familiar. Our, and our company was called RevTech. And uh, if you ever can see them, if they're ever hiring, they're they're a good company to work for. I I pretty much ended up getting fired, but. <laughs> Um, good for you. They had a water jet too. It was a, it's a long story. It's fucking bullshit. Amen, but amen. they had a water jet, and um, they would do a lot of that uh, number eight polish, stainless stuff. Oh yeah, the mi- the mirror finish. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that stuff was like if you scratch it, you're done. Like it was amen, just. Shucker. It was, but it's really fun to work on. Um, you remember yeah, I'd I, have to make those little pans for Pierce all the time, and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have my copper knives from SMB in my toolbox That's right very now. Cool. Very cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Trident, dude, they didn't even start me off as a welder, even though I aced the test and I caught yeah. something that everybody misses, you know, like it measured uh, measured from edge to center, you know, and everybody thought it was like edge to inside edge. Yeah, yeah. And I caught that and, and they were like, oh, shit, who's this? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but they they stuck me on a submerged arc uh submerged arc welding uh assembly line. That's cool. Dude, all we had to do was like use the crane to bring in the webbings, mm-hmm. you know, and then the, the table would squish it together, you know, mm-hmm. like an I beam. Mm-hmm. And then we'd tack it all the way down. Uh-huh. And then the machine you, you the machine it. would just literally pour this powder down on both ends. Mm-hmm. And weld it, and then we just pick it up with a crane and give it to another guy who puts bells and whistles on it, and then weld the other end of it. You you would tack it with MIG or TIG or yeah, stick? it was it was a MIG, it was a it was a Miller on um on like a uh, kind of like a gliding track yeah. overhead. Oh, yeah. You know, like a like it was. How do I explain this? It was almost like on a tram. Yeah, I know you mean. Yeah, and you and you pull like you could pull the whip, and like the feeder would follow you all the way up and down this big ass rack. It yeah. was it was pretty fucking cool. It's cool. Easy as shit. Oh yeah. And I could smoke inside, so that's why I pretty much chose that job. <laughs> there, um, I almost got a job at this place up here that did um they're called map c marine applied physics corporation there there's not a ton of welding jobs up applied here, physics it's fucking some stupid name basically they build boats they build, they build <laughs> hold on hold on hold on back up back up back up 
applied physics. Yeah. And then it just sounds so fancy and bougie, but all they're doing yeah. is making boats. They make boats for like the military. Still. They make them all out of, all out of aluminum. I don't know. Is there a fucking name? I didn't choose it. I know, but well, I'm, just, I'm laughing at the. It's kind of pretentious, though. It's, yeah. It's kind. Well, it's kind of like it's like, hey, look at us. You know, hey. They they pay a fuck. They pay really well. I was really bummed I didn't get. Well, kind of because that the work is really tough. I mean, you're building freaking boats, but they would um MIG weld aluminum all their stuff, and they used a different. It was a Miller, but it was a different machine. It wasn't like a spool gun. It was like a. It was a push pull. I learned that at Steelheart. It's cool, man. I really Dude, like you, using it. I, I got it to, to the point to where I could weld as thin as eighth inch on it. Cool. And oh, yeah. as thick as half inch. And I can make it yeah. look like a TIG weld. I remember uh, RJ once I was talking to him. I was like, I, I was like, you're pretty good at TIG, but like, do you know, like, do you like MIGging better or do you like TIGing better? He's like, man, I fucking MIG weld all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> Listen here. He's like, I'm I don't give a fuck. That shit's way faster. I don't give two fucks. Ain't no beans to me. (laughs) Dude, he was such a hick, bro. Nate. Yeah. Nate, he was such a hick. And he was, he kind of touched on this earlier in his youth. He he did like dirt biking, you know, like motocross there on his property. And he wrecked real bad. So he had this club foot. But he would, he would, who was the guy that ran the laser or the water jet? Jose? Something other, yeah, dude. He chased him down one day with his fuck ass foot. He was yeah. still fast, <laughs> he yeah. was still fast, but like he was like this, was limp, limping all the fucking time. Yeah, I was like, Why don't you get your foot fixed? He's like, Ain't nothing wrong with I'd it. Have, he's like, No, he's like, I'd have to take off work. He's like, I don't have enough, I, don't, I can't take off that, I can't miss work for that long because it's gonna be like fucking weeks and weeks of recovery. Well, you, guess. you know he ended up uh, buying yet another boat and getting a mortgage on a house out in the boonies that looked like shit. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, but I think it, it was it was over there at his neck of the woods. I think that's why he got it. He told me um, he was trying to get a job at Air Products. Have you heard he's, of that company? No, he's, he's working there now. He works there now. Yeah, that's cool. same thing with Eric. I don't know if you ever mm-hmm. met uh, Eric Ziegler. Eric, was Eric that uh, white guy who's kind of like bald with glasses? Yes. Damn, he got a job up there. That's cool. Good for him. Yeah, dude, I applied and I botched the interview. Why? (sighs) (laughs) He sounds so disappointed. Okay. Okay. Huh? Tell him. Okay, Nate, I want you to try and guess why I wasn't hired there i went to the interview i did the well test okay i'll give you that much nate give us an idea on why i wasn't hired did you say something political or something derogatory we're asking nate right now were you hitting the sauce no two more guesses (laughs) two more two more guesses ah easy easy drew I'm just kidding. Fuck. Two more guesses. Two more guesses, Nate. Let's go. Let's make a game out of it. Did you get mouthy with them? At them or with them? Both is a no, by the way. (laughs) Fuck off. 
one, <laughs> mo- one more guess. Um, those are the only two I, I could have thought of. Did you fuck up the weld? No, I passed the welding test with flying colors. If you want to take another guess, I'll, I'll, I'll allow you that one. I don't know. Your zipper wasn't up. We'll come back to you. <laughs> Fuck, no. I don't know, man. All right, Drew. I don't know, Kyle. Just tell us. I forget who it was. Oh, I think it was the guy that worked with me at SMB. Uh-huh. He was there in that little waiting area in like yeah. the, in like the I don't know the waiting area there at the new MTI campus. Yeah. And because he was such a shitty worker Mm -hmm. and I kind of still had a, I don't know, a sore spot at him. I kind of took, I kind of focused on that during the verbal interview. Oh, damn. It's like some people just don't like to fucking work. You know, I didn't say that, but like I, I was coming off really abrasive. Uh, it's like it's like see I see I like to get stuff done. I like to be busy all day. Some yeah. people nod nod nod, <laughs> you know, to the guy behind me through the glass window. Um, it's like some people don't like don't have a good work ethic, and I think that's my biggest weakness. I can't deal with people that don't have a good work ethic or whatever. I don't remember exactly what I said, but you get the you get the picture. Yeah. And there's like, okay, we'll call you. I'm that like, sucks. oh yeah, man. I, and, and the thing is, I walked out of there thinking I got this fucking job, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, uh, I know. I've, I've, I've messed up and done, done the same things before. It sucks, man. Sometimes it's not about how good you are at welding. It's about, I don't know, just how personable having, you are. Yeah, how personable you are. But here's the thing, though, is that. I don't think I would have been happy working there anyways. Yeah, the pay is going the pay is amazing. Yeah. Ziggler still works there. Mm-hmm. I talked to him. And That's um cool. actually Al Toothman, the guy I mentioned before, he works there. Mm-hmm. And RJ and um damn, I forgot his name. Uh RJ's buddy that had his had his kid Pete Lanning. Remember him? Mhm. Remember, he had his first kid, and he he gave him the middle name Danger. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm not lying. He 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 named his kid like I think it was like Lucas Danger. <laughs> and I'm like, and then his last name Lanning. I was like, dude, if your son doesn't grow up to be a stunt man, you failed. That's funny, dude. I'm like, you actually were able to make your wife agree to that. He's like, fuck yeah. That's a trip. Dude. They're they're hiring right now. I just looked on their website. They have a bunch of positions. Oh yeah. I applied to them a few times. Yeah. They but, have some up in uh, Pennsylvania too. Well that's where they're uh based out of is like Jersey and Steeltown, you know, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's a big company. It's really lucrative. Hell this this imagine Nate, imagine like a um propane tank. Okay, that you would normally find on a grill. Right. Okay. Now imagine that. Two and a half, three stories tall. And longer than the pond out front. That's what they make. 
and it takes like a year or two to complete one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus! Yeah, they they X-ray and um, ultrasound your welds to make sure that they're sound and solid and no impurities or whatever. That's why they pay the big bucks. But the thing is, is that you have to wear a fucking you have to have a sticker on your helmet just to pick up a tool with a crane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to wear a high visibility je- uh, vest if you walk out the door and you're clocked in. It's so ruled by OSHA. It's like it wouldn't have been an enjoyable job. Don't even talk to me about smoking in there. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want to smoke in there so bad? Because I'm a smoker, asshole. It's just smoke on your break. That's or not... you can vape. Dude, I- I'm not a bro, okay? <laughs> Crack me up. Mm. Vape is for gypsies. Yeah. (laughs) I'm definitely going to isolate that one. Pretty much up here. Vaping is for gypsies. I'm going to isolate that as soon as we hang up. (laughs) Pretty much up here, the only good, like, welding jobs. I mean, there's some. Just the ones that I've worked at or been able to find is mostly, like, working in, like, race car shops and shit they all want like exhaust stuff welds and headers yeah, like, and stuff. like custom shops mm-hmm. it's fun i mean it's very laid back um i was actually yeah. going to be hired over at uh the place i forgot their name but over there by the um the drag strip desoto mm-hmm. uh down south remember um i'm not sure of the exact place but uh I, down I, 64 I, about about i don't know i know what I know what the drag strip is, but I, I don't know what shop you're talking about. No, 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 no. I'm saying it's like it was like right before it. I'm just giving you an idea of where it's at. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, dude, they they had like three fifty five Chevys. Oh, cool. Oh, dude, and like like mini dragsters, all made out of chromoly steel. Like all the roll oh. cages and frames was chromoly steel. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. I want to be. I want to go to there. <laughs> yeah, it's um. There's there's a few places up here. I worked for one company that did um, LS swaps. You know what I'm talking about? What up? They'll pretty they'll pretty much take a, a Corvette engine, like an LS motor, and they'll put it into a bunch of different cars, and we would build components for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's there's another company up here called almost, API. I think. Almost like a Ligenfelter. What is that? Is that another co- a company? It's the ones that uh, make like uh, 1,200 horsepower Corvettes. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, obviously yeah. German. Very, yeah, very similar. And then uh the place that I'm at now, we pretty much just do Nissan stuff. So they they have like a Nismo. You know. Yeah, they they have like a turbo kit package that they sell for the different models for 350, 370, and then they do stuff for the GTR. And we build all that stuff and then we build all the exhausts and uh yeah, I mean, it's kind of, you know, I was actually talking to my boss today and he was telling me that uh, he just ordered a laser and a bunch of other shit. I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. It's coming in like six to eight weeks. I don't know how they're going to get it inside the building. I, I'm like, did you even think about that? Dude, when we when uh, I was at um, uh, Downey and the thing <laughs> is they, they bought a company that was right around the corner pretty much, like mm-hmm. a bigger building and it came with some equipment, but thing is that we moved we moved a shear from the old uh-huh. building a shear uh whitney punch mm-hmm. 
and something else. I forget. Did you just <laughs> fart? No, sir. Yeah, you did. Why don't you Why don't you pull the mic down? Do we need a fart mic? Yeah, I'm not farting my own damn mic. <laughs> <laughs> I might use that cheap one, that that room one. It's like whenever you start keeling over, I'll just press this button and turn it on. Honk. <laughs> but anyways, uh, no, they, uh, the machines that we ordered to go into the new shop, mm-hmm. like, because we, like, put a new shear in the old shop and then brought the other one to, th- it was complicated. But the guy that actually um, delivered the machinery came mm-hmm. from fucking Canada. Mm. He had his wow. da- he had his daughter in the cab. And th- and then we had a had to have another company come out just to like rem- like get it unload it, load it back up and then put it into each shop. Dude, it was it was like a a week ordeal. For a freaking shear? No, well, a shear, another water jet, the self-cleaning one. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and a couple of brake presses, AccuPresses. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That makes a lot of sense. You gotta have the right people set that stuff up. Well, he probably spent, I don't know, twenty grand, I'd assume, mm-hmm. just on shipping, and then yeah. maybe another, I don't know, fifteen, on the uh, yeah. guys that would come out with the rigging stuff. Oh man, dude! Even even the press brake guys at SMB were really good. Except for Scott. Scott can go fuck himself. Yeah, fuck that guy. That guy's an asshole. Dude, he would... <laughs> okay. Boyo, boyo. Nate, just so just so you understand context. The press brake, okay, is a machine that pretty much just comes down like this and bends parts, okay? Depending on the tools that you have above and below, you can, like, roll stuff and you can, like, bend stuff. And it's it's pretty... It's It's forming the metal, right? So... The thing is, is that this guy fucking Scott, if you, how can I explain this guy? They called him, remember they called him Pollo? Pollo? Pollo means chicken in Spanish. Yeah, chicken. Pollo. He looked like a big fat chicken. Pollo, Pollo. Dude, his ass crack was out 24 <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. How could you forget about that? Oh my God. Dude, I was I think in I just... your face all day. Just try to erase it. I never walked down there. I tried not to walk down there. I had to deal with them because RJ had me doing those specialty parts. Yeah, yeah. And okay, this guy fuck was that his name was Scott. We called him by Scott middle name because like he had a first name that was the same as somebody else's. I don't know. But this guy was a big fucking lummox, dude. A lummox. Where do we go, George? Where do we go? You know? And the thing is is that I, do you remember that? Were you there, Drew, that time to where he was making Petlift stuff? Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. It's Petlift is a company that the company owned. It was it was um, dog baths and stuff for groomers. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. I'm telling Nate just so for context, but yeah. it was it was parts that we made all the time, right? Get this, he tried to bend up the sides of these and he fucked them up so bad to where he hid the, those fucked up parts 
behind his machine mm-hmm. and said, oh, yeah, I never got those. I never got those. You're going to have to burn them out again on the laser. Mm-hmm. And they found out like a day or two later. Were you there for that, Drew? I I think that was like right when I first started, so I didn't really know what was going on. Dude, but he, yeah. was, dude he was such a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, dude. Did he get shit canned? It's hard to it's hard to bend that shit. A good press break guy is hard to find. I've actually started. I actually learned a little bit of that when I was over at Downey. That's cool. Yeah, just a little bit, like you know, like bending like um, like a three eighths rod, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was a uh, was old ass machine. But I would Very help cool. doing other stuff too. But yeah, no, uh, Nate, he did not get canned. Surprisingly. I quit slash got fired before he left. Oh, yeah. Crazy, man. And for those who are listening, Nate just shook his head in disgust. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. That place is, uh, you know, it was good to be there, but it's not like you would want to be there forever. It's They didn't pay, pay super well, and they worked us fucking to death, basically. Oh, the only reason I was able to survive... Mm-hmm. With the ex, I almost said her name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with the ex, and you know, like affording the uh, apartment and baby girls stuff, was because of all of the goddamn overtime we did. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I could survive. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Yeah. Yeah, I hardly get any uh, overtime at my current place. No. I- my gig right now is pretty damn good, bro. Like I said, it's like about 10 minutes away mm-hmm. from my house. Like I said, um, I don't know if I told you already, but like we're currently in the house that I grew up in. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's the, uh, the home that my dad left me. Mm, cool. My grandfather actually built this house, and I just got done cool. redoing the entire basement because of a flood. Oh, damn. Yeah. But um, like imagine – Going from like North Sarasota to Oniko. I don't even know where Oniko is. Wonko? Uh, Wonko. <laughs> now, um, okay. Imagine I'm trying to put it in. Well, I'll just, I'll just tell you. I've, it's like literally 10 minutes away. So the thing is, is that not only is it close, but my uncle got me the job there. And, Very cool. But the thing is, is that he's not actually doing good health-wise. Mm. Mm, yeah. Sucks. But everybody else there, besides me and Danny, my Uncle Danny, mm-hmm. everybody else there is pretty much family. The boss's oh. daughter runs the books and is the secretary. To run, you know, um, her husband is the guy that goes down in the in the shit pits because we oh. uh, we do uh, wastewater. Oh, cool. And um, they got me a new welder. They got me a table. Nice. Oh, dude, I am spoiled there, bro. And it's so oh, close yeah. to where, like, I'll come home for lunch. Mm-hmm. And it's like, cool. and if, like, nothing's going on or if they need me, they'll call me. That's cool. So I, I literally just work half days unless they actually need me, need me. Nice. Dude, it is, it yeah. is amazing. And the guy Great. And the guy that runs the place, Todd. Dude, one of the, I think he's the best boss I've ever had. Hell yeah. Dude, we just got venison summer sausage infused with cheddar and pepper jack cheese. 
Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Totally eat some of that. Oh, man. I can't wait. Yeah, man, it's cool. We find a good stu- good place. Gotta stick with them. Yeah, and um, I got a dollar raise within, uh, what, three months of being there? Hell yeah. So I'm making 21 or 22. I forget. Nice. Yeah, and plus the taxes are a lot lot cheaper up here. Really? Oh, yeah. The taxes here suck, dude. Maryland's fucking terrible. Oh, my freaking God, because in the Northeast, though, bruh. <laughs> Nobody talks like that around here. It's just got to change that, bro, kid. <laughs> oh, my freaking God. Oh, God. No, we, what were we watching? Um, Equalizer. One and two last night. I never seen it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nate was putting it on, and it was based in Boston, I guess. And um, was it the the sheriff from Stranger Things was in there trying to do his best Boston accent? And it was horrible. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, oh my freaking god, it's Denzel. He doesn't even need a gun there, kid. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh my god, Bra- Brady's god. Brady's God. I might have to get rolling soon. I'm pretty tired. Yeah, that's all right, man. We uh, we'll pa- we're we'll about to kiss the two and a half hour mark, so I think that's plenty. Oh yeah, that's good. And um, Drew, I want to thank you again for being the first ever guest <laughs> on Practically Friends. With, <laughs> with that's a really good. It's a really good name for a podcast. Do you know? Did I tell you how we got how we uh, got that name? No. So, because Nate is so good at picking shows and movies, we were mm-hmm. watching All in the Family because mm-hmm. <laughs> he has it on hard copy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was what? Well, what was it, Mister Jefferson? And tell him, hey, hey there, Jefferson. You know we're practically friends, yeah. right? <laughs> we're practically <laughs> friends, them. Bro, okay. <laughs> Would you stifle yourself, Edith? Uh? <laughs> so that I wrote it down, and uh, it kind of stuck. Practically friends, even though me and him have been friends for over a decade. Yeah, we're practically oh, yeah. friends. Practically <laughs> friends. So yeah, to be honest, I was talking to uh, my shrink earlier today. That was the meeting that I had, and mm-hmm. it was the first time that she saw my setup, and I told her about the name of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I even have a post-it up here reminding me what the name is because I want to say definitely friends. <laughs> so I have a post-it up here saying practically friends just so I don't fuck up. But I yeah, uh, I told her, it's like, yeah, I think I think later, like once we start getting some following and this shit like that, I'd have, you know, like listeners like put in suggestions for what the name is going to be. You know, I thought yeah. that would be kind of a cool concept, you know. But yeah, um, but I told her that the current name of the podcast is Practically Friends. And mm-hmm. she's like, I love it. Don't change it. It's like, I don't know. What happens if I have to do this by myself? I don't know, man. Practically by myself? Practically yep. by myself. <laughs> yep, there you go. Snapping my own carrot. That's what it's going to be called. Ian, there's Stephen your Garrett. Yeah, that was RJ. That's from RJ. <laughs> 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 
You snap at your carrot, boy. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> was that Duet Dave? Do you remember that? No. Oh my God. <laughs> That's for another another episode. We will have to definitely touch on the RJ subject on the next time that we have you, Sir Drew Basin, on <laughs> Practically Friends. And I want to thank you again for being the first, first, first ever <laughs> no problem, guest dude. on the podcast, dude. I really do appreciate it, man. It, I think I had a blast. Not yeah, only did too. we were we able to catch up, but it was good content, in my opinion. Yeah, man. No, we'll do it again sometime. All right. Um, maybe by then we'll actually be able to do like the video thing, but that's yeah. that's a whole nother avenue I haven't even turned down yet. Yeah, no, I feel you. All right. Yeah. All right, dude. All right, man. We'll see you later. See you later. Thanks Bye. again. Yep, no problem.